Let me ask you something, just so I'm clear. CIA operative, Division 6, Division 7, what? All you have to know is I'm innocent. Give me two days, I can prove it. I can find out who did it. You may very well be innocent, Mr. Mills, but that's the court's job to decide. It's not mine. My job is to bring you in and let the law take its course. That's it. Good luck. Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Hope you enjoyed last week's interview with, again, we said it when we started this podcast almost five years ago, we want to talk to everyone that works on a movie, and we got somebody that we've never talked to before, a helicopter pilot, a flight coordinator for movies, the amazing Fred North. Be sure to check out his book, Flying Sideways. You can purchase it on his amazing website that has so many links to so many scenes that he filmed in movies like Extraction 2, and then he has a new one that he just posted. You can't even name what sequel it's to, but it looks pretty insane. And you can see his book, purchase it there, the videos, all at fred-north.com. And for Fred, I, I noticed his name at the very end of uh, the last entry of the Taken series, which I feel I got taken for an hour and 50 <laughs> minutes that I'll never get back. Bef- but before I talk about how... I am so disappointed that they went away from what made the first two movies great. I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing okay, Doug. How are you doing? Good, man. I I, I said it before we were recording. We're, uh, you know, three episodes away from 300. So this is pretty wild. This will be 297. And then three away from 300 around Christmas. So I'll do a nice Christmas sequel. Or we could do 300 the sequel. Oh, three. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Ugh. I told you when I was looking for a bowling sequel that might work for that, but nothing like nothing yet. But three taken three. Uh, did you ever see this movie? I did. Uh, I I don't. I didn't. I didn't remember it. So it was almost like watching it again. Um, (laughs) Okay. So my take on my take on it is okay. So I like the take. I love Liam Neeson. I think he, you know, such a good badass. You know, for his age and what he does and his voice. And you know, I love the first two two taking movies. This movie is kind of bittersweet. Like you know, like the action is good. I enjoy him. You know, kicking ass, but. Is it really taken? Like nothing's taken no. in this movie. So taken. yeah. So I mean, I, th- I feel like we've done a couple movies where the title doesn't really match what the movie is. Um, yeah. And there's so many like just ridiculous. And I don't mean like ridiculous action because all his movies are ridiculous action. But there's so many things that really just are so dumb in this movie. Um, with that being said, though, it was still enjoyable. Like, you know, I, I still enjoyed the movie. Um, it's not a great movie, but it, it's watchable. I mean, we've, we've done so many movies where I had to stop at least six times to get through it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have to do it for this one. Yeah. No, I, when I, when it, during like my, my grumbling uh, in the <laughs> beginning, uh, it's not that it was, the movie moved. It was, you know, uh, it was an hour and 57 minutes. <laughs> it's not like I was checking, but the thing that just annoyed me, like you said, like you said, it's and I know sequels do it like like they did it uh, like we covered the Blood Fist. Like all those yes. movies are totally different. But you know what? 
I would rather it just be sort of in the same realm. Like I, because he kind of makes these movies. Not obviously people are taken, but this could have been called anything and it could have had different people in it. Is that's the only thing that tied it to the other movies? Well, I mean, I get what they're trying to do because I mean, at this point you took the mother, you take the daughter, you can take the grandmother next. Like, it's like, you know, what are you going to yeah, take? No, I know. You know, what they should have done was maybe call the movie by his name. Like, you know, like Jason Bourne. You know, like they call you yeah. know, what, what's his name in a movie like something like Brian that. Mills. So Brian Mills, okay, yeah. so call, what something. I mean, well, that's an awful name for this kind of. Let's you be know, honest. Character. He's not a Brian Mills. That's like no. in, when Arnold in movies is called like Tom Smith. Yeah. And he's a yeah. mattress salesman or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, if they called it something else related, it would be different. But like I said, like it's called Taken, but it's nothing. There's nothing taken. And this is kind of a ripoff of The Fugitive. This movie. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's exactly what it was. And you know the thing that pissed me off the most about this movie was there was no twist. Even though they wanted oh. us to think there was a twist, oh. right away you knew, you knew. who did oh, it. So 100%. that's what made that scene. I'm yeah. like, Liam Neeson is doing all this insane shit. Him and his buddies, John Grease, which is great. And then the guy that came back, like D.B. Sweeney, who we interviewed, yeah. he filled in for the guy in the second one, but he was back in this one, the other guy. And you're just like, okay, I like them all hanging out. They're doing insane stuff. It's like mind blowing. They're tricking the cops, all this stuff. Oh, but he can't realize that this guy uh, yeah, is the it's killer. Ridiculous. And and you know, I don't know. They 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 I don't know what the time frame is between this movie and the second movie. But like, well, it's got to be at least three or four years because Stuart wasn't in the second one. Because if you remember the the in the because the first one and the second one I feel are really close the way they came out correct but she's married to that freaking what's that guy's name yeah. uh he's a he's a director too but he's a familiar face but uh yeah so she's not with this guy and they even right. said they've only been together for a few years because Kim even said I've never seen my mom so miserable for two years correct. so right right maybe like three years they were together but it's crazy and, like and i, I knew I right say, away like there was oh, no, of course there's there's yeah. no question it, there was no question it's very obvious and uh you know but i don't think they were trying to fool anyone i i i, I again i don't know what they were trying to do um but also and and this might get a lot of hate you know i've seen a lot of movies with forrest whitaker I, I don't think he's a good actor at all. I feel like he goes through the most, like he almost looked like the same cop that was chasing John Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport. Like that's how <laughs> he act. That's how he acted in this movie. Like it could have been the same role. Like, I, I just don't think like he just felt like I, I watching him in this movie. It's like, he just got there. He was annoyed to be there every day. And he just went through the motion. Like really like, snap, you know, like he snap, didn't put, snap, yeah, snap. I mean, that was just, that was so dumb. Like, it, and he was always five seconds behind everything. Like, he's just, <laughs> and he's angry at everybody. I don't know. It, he just, I don't know. He kind of bothered me in this movie. Like, it, it just, he didn't fit, you know, what they were trying yeah. to do. I think it's the quirky cop. I don't know why when somebody plays a detective, they always have to write the detective having a quirk, whether it be like, oh, Kojak with a lollipop or, oh, this guy choose on carrot they'll have like these random right, yeah. quirks that you're like people really don't do that and the fact that he does that thing the whole movie and he's playing with the rubber band then at the very end of the movie when he's closing the case file he's fine he's not <laughs> fidgety anymore i'm like what the, and this movie also shows a lot of cops eating 
Like we see, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I mean, okay, now twice, one Forrest Whitaker goes and takes a bagel and starts eating it. Oh my! You know, God. then the at other guy the house at the at house, it. like, but but yeah, he just well, no one cares about evidence in this movie either. I mean, Liam Neeson <laughs> picking up the knife and made no sense, you know. But oh, yeah. so he's eating that. Then you then you see another cop eating a donut, taking time to eat a donut. Then you eat, like, I mean, first of all, the donut cliche. I mean, really, like you know, like I just it was just a lot of silliness to this movie. Even Liam Neeson, I felt like it's almost like he didn't want to do it either. Like, I feel like the actors were just doing this just, you know, maybe for a paycheck and just, you know, going through, but like, it just didn't seem like the same how they were in the other two movies. Yeah. The bagel thing, the fact that I knew (laughs) the fact that we knew as an audience watching that it was Stuart right from the beginning, which we'll get into the movie in a second, but (laughs) the, the, and then the fact Forrest Whitaker goes, I knew the whole time how the bagels, because they were still hot. Who would get bagels? Who would go out and buy bagels and then kill someone? It's like, are you serious? There's probably killers out there that buy food for someone that murdered them. He's a terrible detective. He's off. Well, and, okay. If I knew the whole time. Why didn't you say anything? Like, yes, if he so knew many the whole time. People died in this movie. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that up because Liam Neeson, when he's purposely with a bad guy he doesn't kill one person however he kills at least a hundred people in this movie by different explosions car chases and everything else he must have murdered so many innocent people in this movie it it was ridiculous but all the bad guys lived i know (laughs) or the cops that he beat up because forrest whitaker says that like oh if he could he could this guy's like a trained assassin he can kill whoever he wants but you're right that because it for a while he wasn't killing people and i was like this is so stupid But yeah. when that, I think it was the car chase when like the tractor trailer, the backside, the, yeah. the, the oh, chicken oh, container flips and it over. crushes. Yes. Yeah, dude. At first I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a parked car. No, it's in the no, middle of the highway. A, listen, buildings exploded. I mean, I, you know, how many people, yeah. how many workers are. So tons of people died in this movie. And last, before we get into the movie, Liam Neeson doesn't get a scratch on him this entire movie. No, no. Okay, so, you know, I mean, at least, like, I love John Wick movies. He gets his ass kicked in every movie. He does, you know, he's limping, he's bleeding, he's cut. He killed, you know, he beats up everybody, just like Liam Neeson. They have the same fighting style, but he does get beat up. This guy walks away. First of all, he's, like, 65 years old. He walks away with without a scratch. Yeah. No, there's, okay. like, no times that he's even close no, to. No, no. No, no. I mean, the, the, when he when he jumps out of, out of the window and he lands on the garbage and he just bounces off and just runs. Oh no, he doesn't land on the garbage. His back lands on the garbage. I, I, like that would kill. That would break your back. Oh, of course it would. But he gets right up. I mean, he also is very. I mean, the fact that he jumped over like four fences in the beginning and like it's, yeah, it's it just very silly. So all right, let's get into this. Very thing. silly. So then we open up this movie, which you know it's really confusing. The beginning of the movie had nothing to do with the movie, right? No, I think the beginning of the movie was something that they should have done. They should have had somebody from the second movie because the first movie ties to the second one because the second one, it was his son, right? Or father, vice versa of the main guy. He killed yeah, in the yes, first one. So yes, that's why yes. the second movie, that's why Famkin Jansen, who is God. Yeah, I know. Of, most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. When she, she gets taken in the second one, they should have somebody 
in the second one somehow have a tie to the third one because then that would make us think it's someone else. But now that whole beginning sequence made no sense. So they they startle this guy, and it's just. It makes yeah. no sense. Like, really? I just I thought about that now because I forgot about that. So the whole scene. And then how about the the bad guys? The one guy's pretending to walk a oh. dog. <laughs> okay. First of all, the bad guys are awful because, I mean, they have machine guns and they miss them, miss the entire movie. There's nothing oh, close. Terrible. Like, they can't do anything, you know. Yeah. And, you know, this movie does take a little to get going because it really felt like a Hallmark movie. For the first oh twenty five minutes, it was it was the music was so hallmarky, like it was very like you know, and it was just like slow and fa- like it just it was like what's going on here? Like it was just yeah. so yeah. It took a while to get into, and you know, talk about parenting. He's an awful parent. I mean, one, I mean, he's great. He, listen, he'd be a cool dad because I mean, obviously, you can get away with anything. And this guy's gonna come in and you know take care of and kill everyone for you. Yeah, <laughs> but his daughter's in college. And the gift he decides is a teddy bear. That's like the exciting gift. That- <laughs> I know. And then she says, because oh, I guess he's always predictable. Maybe he'll get her like a diamond bracelet or like in the first movie, he got her like singing lessons from whoever the <laughs> famous singer in the movie was. But no, for this one, it was a teddy bear and a bottle of champagne. Because I guess and it, it was, was like her 21st. Okay. But it was also early in the morning. I like he got- <laughs> so he So he wants to drink with her early in the morning. Yeah, he had a leather and he had a leather jacket on. He was like ready to party. But real quick, back to the so we okay. talked about how nobody gets killed, like of the bad guys or the cops or anything, but a dog gets killed in the opening scene because when the guy gets thrown into the, his own trunk, the dead dog's in there. And then the whole scene at the bank made no sense because I even wrote down, Oh, we get him looking at what seems like the main bad guy. Is yeah. that even the Russian guy that we saw an hour later? I, I don't even know. I know. But it, and no one saw anything. They carried, you know, like they were like, they went through, was it a bank? They went through the whole bank. They're yeah. on the street with this guy. No one is walking or ever to see what's going on. Like no one sees anything. I know. Okay. Makes no sense. And they shoot the guy. They lock him in the safe. And then we never hear of that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, it may- so, so he's still there. <laughs> He's still there right now. And somebody's going <laughs> to open that. Somebody's going to finally buy that bank that went out of business. And they're going to find a, a skeleton in there. So that didn't come into play at all. No. no. Unless, okay. Even if that was the Russian bad guy, it has nothing to do with the movie. Unless somehow they they deleted a scene of. No, it Stuart was the Russian bad guy. Being... No, it was the Russian bad guy. It was the main bad guy. Okay. So, but still, how does that have to do with Stuart? No, I know. I know. Does I know. Stuart know that guy? Now, if Stuart. If that was like Stewart's brother or Stewart's business no, partner, no, it, it it was his accountant. Oh, that's who it was. Oh, okay. I think so. I think so. I, I, he, well, he was an accountant. I don't know if he was Stewart's, but I'm, I'm assuming he was. <laughs> he was just an accountant. But, but everything, the, the, the vault was empty. Correct. Yeah, and then he shot, and they shot him. Yeah. Did they discuss why, like, the Stewart have it hidden? Like, they didn't even just was that even. And what does Stewart do? Because all we heard was his business deals. He used the very generic term. So what is he doing that he, he owes the guy over twelve million? First of all, the fact that he ha- owes the guy something around twelve million, million, and he wasn't going to pay him after murdering his wife. He just wanted to keep that money. Like that's the sick. He must do because his house is massive. 
so, God. So yeah, so I yeah, you're right. Like, what does he do? Because his house was massive. Um, yeah, it just I don't know that the ties to the Russian didn't make sense, and the whole his whole plan didn't make sense. And I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know. It was I don't know <laughs> to to get Lenora or Lenore. All you need is a big house because she had a monster house in the first one. As I remember him going to like his daughter's like 16th birthday or whatever it was. And there was a huge house then. So that's all you need to get her. Well, not she's, anymore. She, she's into money. Well, yeah. I, you and know what? Brian lives in this dumpy, tiny apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, he's, I, what does he do for Is he working now? Yeah, he's part of Remember. The whole thing in the movie was the he security. was getting ready to go out on a month job, uh, like in the, the middle east. The, so, it, but like, so him and his like those his four buddies is mm-hmm. he works with them? Is it just their mm-hmm. little four? Okay. So yeah, I don't know what so, they do now, but the original job they did in the first one, they were like security for famous people. That was the right. first, that was their thing. But Forrest Whitaker was able to find out the name of the company that they work for, but he couldn't find any information on the people that work for the company. Because they got wiped out by the government. It was like, <laughs> you can only see that until the 22-year-old, and they disappear. They disappear until now, because now they have a business, and they have, I'm like, what? What are we yeah, doing? Yeah. He, he, he literally was like five, 10 minutes behind everything in the movie. Like, he did not, like... <sighs> He literally was like at the, the the place where Liam Neeson was twenty minutes earlier every single time. I know. That he would just I know. <laughs> and the phone calls of like oh. Liam Neeson, like kind of like uh, taunting. But I want to give a shout out to all those guys because the one guy I don't know, the guy that DB filled in for, so I don't really know what else he would be in. But the other guys, it seems like the guys that really spoke more, John Grease, who's Napoleon Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. He was in Friday Night Part Two. He was in That's, the Mon- you know, but, Monster Squad. You know what? I, you know, without his mustache, I totally did it. Oh, okay. That was him. Yeah. How about the, the guy in the, in the truck? Yeah. The guy in the truck. Leland Orser. He's in a ton of stuff. Sam, a ton of movies. He plays yeah. Sam. But the other guy who plays Bernie, uh, David Worf, Worfshofsky, Jersey, uh, not a Jersey guy, but. Uh, yeah, he's in like a, he was in Barry for a few episodes, so he's been around. But the other guys are like people you know, like from so much. You know, I would like to see a movie on them for, like oh, I mean, like yeah, because dude. like because the one scene that they're all in together was awesome. Like this, oh, the way dude, they yes. just t- took care of business. So like just to see a movie with like because again they're older guys, but they were still badasses, and they you know they took care of business. You know, with all these cocky cops and everything, it was you know it's oh, and those cops are awful too. Oh. I mean, those <laughs> just not Donnie like Wahlberg. The, oh my gosh! I, I, it's totally the worst police department outside of uh, Police Academy. Yeah, she went into the bathroom. She's been there for a while. What do you want me to do? I don't know. What, stand outside the door. <laughs> he was like all the way down the hallway, not really watching her. Not like, at all. He's and- supposed to be tailing her, and, and she knows that he's uh, following her. So he should think, like, oh, she's gonna slip. She's gonna leave. No, he just lets her go to the other side by herself. Listen, that whole again, we're not even there yet, but that whole sequence is ridiculous because oh, you what know, do you mean when all, he pulls a gun on two girls? Oh, okay. Well, besides that, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> oh you know, the fact that he's telling Forrest Whitaker, you know, where, 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 where is she? Oh, she's in a science wing. 
you're on a you're on a camp college campus. You're gonna tell me he knows exactly where the science wing is in on a college yeah. campus? Like you know, I mean, I when I went to college, it still took me a while to figure out where the buildings are, what buildings are which, the different names. He got right to the point where exactly where he was. Yeah, so dumb. All right, let's oh, get yeah, to yeah. that. So where are we? Uh, oh yeah, the teddy bear. So we're right there, and then this is right before the, the sh- he walks in. She pregnant. She takes pregnancy tests. She's pregnant. And the first thing is obviously Panda and Champagne. And then the boyfriend that I think obviously he knew about, but he was so cold to him. Uh, okay. Oof. All right. First, first of all, that's where the twist should have been. I, I thought the boyfriend oh, was, it was him. Say, oh. I thought he was involved. I, I, I don't know if it was him, but like he purposely was like, like just somehow like, put to date the daughter and like get involved. So, you know, that's what I thought, you know, and that would have been a good twist. You know, you wouldn't know at the end. Oh, that so, would like, have been great. Yeah. So that's what I thought. But imagine, just imagine this, like you're dating, like, and the daughter's pretty good looking, you know, you're dating the daughter oh, and yeah. the father, the father's Liam Neeson, you know, yeah. the, the badass that he is. I mean, like, you know, picture Robert De Niro and, you know, meet the parents. That's Liam Neeson. Like, you know, like I would be scared. I don't, I don't, I almost like, I feel like, she would be hard to date because everybody would be afraid. Oh yeah, I'd be afraid. But you know, you know what, dude? I think you rewrote this movie to be a great movie. If the end of this movie, which I know we're jumping all over the place, but this is what <laughs> this movie's doing in my mind. But if the end of the movie was Stuart saying like, "I'm I'm gonna get away with it, all this money," and you see that guy there, and he turn he turn or he tells a story to Liam Neeson like. I'm working for this guy, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy, the boyfriend says, yeah, uh, or changes his voice. And he's like, I'm so-and-so and shoots him. I'd be like, Oh my God. I, I would make I this would, movie like a listen, 10. Oh, I was thinking that he was like Stewart's son or something like that. Because oh, he's okay. So like, so like they planned it together or something that, you know, like, all right, listen, I'm going to date the mom. You date the daughter. So we get in. And this way, like, you know, so that's what I thought. I honestly thought, like, he was involved somehow because it was almost too obvious. Like, the son was there, like, the boyfriend. You don't see him too much. And then you see him later on. And I'm like, all right. But no, it's nothing like that. Nothing at all. But that would have been really good. The idea that Stuart had was smart, but it just stunk that we knew we could guess right away. The fact that he was going to use a guy who's a lethal assassin to basically cover all of his tracks. You know, he could have done it the smart way and not murder his wife. And he could have just had it set up like, oh, these guys want to kill Lenore, take him out. And then he doesn't owe them the money and then he's fine. But no, he needed to be greedy and not only knock off all the Russians, but also get 12 million bucks. Is why why do the bad guys always have to have like an accent? Like that, like it's oh, it's oh, it's it's always like if he, he you know, you can have the lethal assassin. They don't have to have it like an accent, but they always have to have, like it's almost like they sound more bad because they have a Russian accent, you know? Or, oh, yeah, I think you so. know whatever. Yeah. yeah, always. When I was watching it, Jamie is like, "Oh, that's why? Why do we have to use Russians still?" I'm like, "It's always Russians are oh, the bad, the bad." Yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it honestly, I think the husband Stewart, I. I don't, he, he gave it away so much. Like there was yeah. a scene when he was cr- like cr- fake crying. And oh, then two no! seconds, two seconds later, when he's walking outside with a cop, he's talking normal. Like it literally lasted, like the cry lasted like five seconds. And then he goes, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like I, I, now I remember something, the, the husband, ex-husband in this, like he literally stopped crying. It was so dumb. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. And then she, so Kim finds out she's pregnant before her dad comes. It's really awkward because he wants to drink champagne at you know, nine ten in the morning. And the, she doesn't even, well, we don't really know when she tells her boyfriend because we see it in the beginning and then right. we know it the whole movie until she tells him in the bathroom, which is really awkward uh, scene his answer is like the wait, most wishy-washy they, answer ever there's there's a lot of awkwardness in that whole scene so yeah. you know we'll talk about it when we get there so <laughs> okay. um but yeah like it, it it first of all like she looks way older than a college student i think she's like 30 or something in, in real life in this in this movie like really? she's older yeah she's not she, she wasn't college when she was on uh when she was on lost she was probably really 16 in like 2001, 2002? No, I would say she's probably like, I don't know. She looked a little older than that in Lost. You're going to look it up. Yeah. yeah. But I think she was in her 30s. Wow, she I looks say old now. Well, I mean, this, when did this movie come out? She's 40. Okay. So when did this movie come out? My sister, she was, uh, oh yeah, she, she was 31. That's what I'm saying. So you know, she looked. She, I, I, I mean, yeah, she looked young, but I felt like she looked a little too old to be in college. Wow. Especially, okay, she started, and she's getting teddy bears, and she's getting teddy bears. I always <laughs> remember her so much because not only because she was kind of a big name from Lost, and and the first Taken movie was yep. when she got killed in the first episode of the following, and they basically promoted her as the star of the series. And she's she the one that, she, she got killed. She got killed in the following. She was in the that. first episode. She was the one that he broke out of prison to kill. He was the, she was the victim that put him away. How do you remember that? Oh, I, I mean, the show, show was great. Oh, the show was awesome. But no, I remember it was uh, like one of those things. It was kind of like Drew Barrymore and scream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the posters, they had her face to make you think, Oh, she's going to be in this whole movie. So in that, I remember David Biller, I think in the first episode is that and at the end. So you're like, Oh my God. It's like a kind of a big name. Obviously, Kevin Bacon and the main guy you know a few that, things, but that would be a good sh- series to watch again because I remember it I being watched very it creepy. Still, no, still you? good. First gonna, season's okay. still good. Second one still like faltered a little bit, and then I yeah. stopped at the third one. <laughs> okay, the third one wasn't good. But first was there closure? Amazing. Did it finish? Was there a closure? Oh. Like, was there a finale? Oh, I didn't. I never finished. It. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they. Maybe they had closure. I was over it. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah. First season, okay. one of the best seasons. Oh, it was awesome. Show. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, dude, the fact that then right after this, Lenore calls and she wants to hang out with her ex. Well, again, they have a relationship, which is the weirdest part, too. We get to that in like the next scene when Stuart yeah. comes over. But the fact that they're hanging out and she wants him. She well, goes, she said she, I've she fantasized. Fantasize. Yeah. Dude, yes. Ever since I married him, I've been fantasizing about you. And she goes, I'm crazy, aren't I? And it's like, yeah. A little you know bit. what? Give him a lot of credit, though. He stood his ground. I mean, you know, he was respectful for it. I mean, but that's, that must have took a lot of strength because, I mean, she looked yeah. good, you know. And so for him to, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you turn that down. But. She even says, oh. Brian, why do you have to be so honorable? <laughs> so, so did they divorce in the second movie? Yeah, they divorced before all the movies. Oh, oh, they weren't married in the first one. No, the first movie she's with that guy that I talked about earlier. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay, okay. He's a director, so, actor, and a bunch of stuff. So he saves their daughter. He saves the wife, and she's still not back with him. 
and now no. she's fantasizing about him? Like, don't you think like he earned a, a chance to go back back together with her after saving both her and the daughter? Like that should have been a, so. like a given. Okay. All right. It should have been a given, a given taken. <laughs> give take. <laughs> God. But, uh, so no, so it's so silly. And then how about the thing that again to make us think a little bit, but then Stuart ruins the whole thing. The fact that she goes, Yeah, I'll be over. And oh no, doesn't she say at first, I'm not gonna come, right? I might I thought one of the times she comes over. Oh, I thought you meant says, like, like I thought you meant like during her fantasy. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I thought it was for the first time they met. She's like, I, ha- I have something I have to do. And he's like, okay, rain check. So then that she, she, yeah. yeah, but do you think she left that scarf or whatever that was purposely? Like, you know, like how, like sometimes girls uh, will leave Stanza. something. Oh, I was thinking yeah. Costanza. Oh, well, he's kind of like a girl with that, with that. Yeah, Costanza. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It seemed like she did do that, but it was just so. The thing that was so bizarre was they made us think like, oh, wherever she went that night, because yeah. he tracked her car to see the GPS of everything, everywhere she went. And obviously it tells us what, what we find out later, but it's almost like, why did she have to say, oh, there's something I have to do? And then it's really nothing. She did <laughs> nothing to do. No, she nothing. went to the gas station. She got, well, she did. She had to get gas. She had to get gas. That's and then she showed she up do. anyway. <laughs> Oh and and God, you know man. the steward this let me tell you something he's got some balls because he's kind of like kind of again he's accusing Liam Neeson you know and he's like he does know what Liam Liam Neeson can do like he's like you know and he's like oh. again imagine that like you're the boyfriend of uh or you're was, were they married or just boyfriend like were they just dating no they're married they've married two, two okay. years okay so you're married and you're the ex is a pretty much a crazy CIA or whatever he is like you're gonna talk any nastiness to him at all like you know and he accused liam neeson but liam neeson didn't deny it i know why why didn't he do that it seems like maybe because he's so honorable even her they're kissing for two seconds yeah but but he says you know i know you're with my wife and he didn't say no i'm not he didn't he didn't deny it like he so like i wonder if they were sleeping together yeah (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I don't blame him if he was if he was doing it, but it was so odd the fact that he was like, you know, things have been rocking with me and Lenore. We want to work it out, but we can't work it out with you around. So you can't talk to my wife or call her and do all or see her. And I'm like, it's kind of weird, dude. It's like I bet you they rarely see each other. Obviously, in this of movie, we saw them right. see like it was like two times within like a few days, but it's like. They seem like they're really not seeing each other. Maybe because you guys aren't. In a you're good gonna place. make demands to Liam Neeson again. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna tell him what, to do, and then he goes, "Okay, like like you you're gonna believe that? Like he's gonna okay? Oh, I, won't I talk know. To anymore. Like he's literally like they are part of the same family. They have you know like they do. There is a life together with them because of the daughter. You're you you're gonna believe him when he says, "Okay, I won't just just yeah. like that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, and I love that he snu- he snuck doing the phone, and he like sent a text, which you find out later in the movie, and then deleted it. And I love what the way Liam Neeson, <laughs> the way he says it, he's like, "Stort, you were in my house, and you took my phone and texted it, and then deleted it." You don't think I would find out? And it's like, well, it took you a long time to find out because you were kind of you had this guy next to you, and he could have killed you multiple times because he was carrying uh- a gun. How 
Okay. I mean, since you brought it up, how did they not restrain him? Like they literally five minutes before that, they're torturing him. And then, and then five minutes later, they have him walking around loosely with your daughter there. You don't restrain him. You know, like, I mean, like that was, that was a fault. I mean, Liam Neeson didn't make too many mistakes in this movie, but that was one of them. Yeah. And Sam was on him the whole time. Cause he's like, shut up, Stuart. He was, but he, I mean, he was concentrated in a computer. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, he's the computer guy, Sam. So, you know, you have he, the explosive survived, guy. Right? Did we see him I, again? I don't know because he was like hanging out of the <laughs> ambulance truck when they, or whatever the truck they were in. He was like, yeah. you know, laying there. So I don't know. Um, but again, that's another, if, if he did die, that's another one on Liam Neeson. So I mean, <laughs> that's I, on you, Liam. <laughs> you, it is. Uh, one and then the hundred of civilian families that are destroyed. I, I'm going to stand by that, that there are tons of people that, that are dead in this movie because of him without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, okay. God. And then okay. Kim again. So this is when she, now are they meeting face to face when they talk again? When she says, I have a really important question. Well, they were gonna, oh, the diner. They're in the, the yeah, diner, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's where she was. I think she was going to tell him until he yeah. said that he's talking about pets and like, oh, you can't control. You can't have pets because. No, of, uh, he's talking about the kids because the kids no. on the table behind. No, the do- well, no that's that- after she mentions the dog. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, yes, yeah, she yeah, meant, okay. he mentioned the kids and then mentioned the the, the, the oh wait, so he, the dog wasn't mentioned at the diner. Either? No, no, the dog was mentioned after the fact. So when the kids were jumping around and yes. he looked at her, he goes, she's, oh, so she man, switched it to a, a pet. Yeah. Okay. Goes, and then he says, a "New puppy." Yeah. And then he goes, "Yeah, that's a lot of work, just like having a kid." <laughs> like he yeah. literally like destroyed every any any nervousness that she had. Like she was done. Like she's like, yeah, all right. I'm screwed. He ruined her dream. Even if, yep. even if her fake puppy, he was like, Oh, that's a lot of work. You know, it's true. You got to walk him. You got to feed him. You got to do this. You, you know, it's funny when, when, when my wife was pregnant for the first time, when we were, because we got married young, we were, we were going to tell my parents and we're just talking about kids. And both my parents said, listen, you guys are too young right now. You know, save your money. Like, make sure you're ready. I go, mom, we're pregnant. All right. Forget everything I just said. We're happy for you. Like, you know, like, and it literally was like a flip, but like that, that really happened. And like, it just reminded me of that. Like, it's just so funny. Like that's really sometimes, funny. sometimes parents put their feet in the mouth, you know, before, you know, they, they hear what they're supposed to hear. <laughs> what I meant was <laughs> anybody else couldn't do that, <laughs> but, but you, you can. guys can. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so ready. <laughs> you guys are so too ready. I'm surprised oh you haven't had god. kids already. <laughs> oh my god, man! So then, this is when he gets that text message from her. Now, this is what I wonder: was she taken already at this point? This is the only the thing that in this movie she is taken. Oh, hold on! But so, she's okay, only so, taken for a few minutes. Okay, but so is there a time limit on how long you're taken for? Well, it wouldn't be that exciting if it's like, yeah, uh, I was taken. Oh, they returned me. But for movie title purposes, is there like, all right, you know, if she's taken five minutes, it's still taken. Like, so like, does that count? (laughs) I mean, if the movie, like if the movie ransom, like the ransom was only like five minutes of the movie. Kind of suck. And they paid, they it, and they paid it right away. They and they paid it right away. The last five minutes. Yeah. Right <laughs> Million bucks. Okay. See ya. And then roll credits. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, no, so she obviously she was taken. But here's my thing, because since Stewart stole the phone and did that text message. And yeah, but we didn't know it. she was taken. We didn't know she was taken. But no, we didn't know it at that point. But do you think she sent the bagel text? No, I think Stuart, I thought Stewart did it. Stewart because sent the bagel text Stuart, from Lenore's phone? Because Lenore's yes. already dead at this point. Correct. So he sent it there so he has a reason to go there. Because that was the whole point is to frame him for the murder. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if I, I was thinking like at, at first while you were watching the movie because I, I, I thought it was Stuart like because I, I forgot that she got killed in this one. I, I, totally I forgot too. Like that, that was the a surprise. Whole thing was. Yeah, yeah. No, that so was a surprise. I thought when she said, Oh, do you want to get bagels? that somebody followed her to the house and murdered her there. So that's what I was thinking, like, oh, she really wanted bagels. And once we hear the unraveling of the what really happened, like towards the end, I was like, oh man, she was probably dead. And Stuart was like, hey, you want to have bagels? <laughs> well, they did they kill her in a van? Or they killed her in the house and they bring they brought her there. Um I think I think Liam Neeson, his because obviously Forrest Whitaker's a terrible cop and didn't have any theories about it. But okay. <laughs> I think Neeson said they must have killed her and then laid the body out right. here. Right. So yeah. you're gonna tell me there were no fingerprints of anything else in there? Like oh, I so know. so like so they immediately accused Liam Neeson, you know, which again, I, I would have thought Liam Neeson would have been a little smarter and first yeah. of all not pick up the murder weapon that's right yeah. on the floor. Like there's no need for him to look at it. I mean he uh, clearly he knew it was something with that. But you know the the people that brought the dead body there they had to touch the doorknob. The door- I'm sure they didn't have gloves on. They weren't like this wasn't. A, I don't know. I just feel like the, she would have had some kind of marks on her or something. Like uh, they immediately got rid of any other people and just thought it was Liam Neeson. Yeah, and another thing to think about was this is the morning. This isn't like I don't think it's really early in the morning, but this is the morning, and he lives in an apartment building. Now, if he lived in a house that was like in the woods and it was secluded, then it's easy to like drag a body into a house, right? But right. they did this in an apartment building. They carried a body into the house, and we were able to do this with no one. No one saw anything. There wasn't uh, one witness after the canvassing. Same thing with the guy at the bank. Yeah, no. When they, they brought him out, so no, no one paid. There's no one on the streets ever, ever. They're really minding their own business. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't live on a busy street, and there's always someone walking. There's always someone oh, walking yeah, with yeah. a dog. Always, but somehow in these movies, there's never and like what, what movie did we watch recently where the, there was always a parking spot right in front of the building, like yeah, we just, <laughs> oh, we yeah. just literally. I forget what it was, but we just we just discussed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. in these movies, there's never anyone around. Like I want to see a movie where it's always busy, busy streets, and how are you going to handle the situation that you're in right now with this many people watching? Like you know, like yeah. g- give us a little more of a realistic thing. No, it's just easy to carry a dead body out of a van up the stairs. You know, yeah. And the and, nosy neighbors with the dog that stop oh, and they look at the house. And, and it can't be easy carrying a, a heavy dead body upstairs. Yeah. I mean, you ever tried carrying furniture upstairs? It's not easy. So, like, they, you know, like, you're going to ask know. me if I ever tried to carry a dead body. I have not. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, I have okay. not. <laughs> but Famke Jensen, man, she's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a shame. She's so good. <laughs> at, she's great in these movies, too. Which is the reason why it sucks. But I wonder what she got money wise for being in 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, I'm, maybe she was like, oh, fine. You know what? I really don't want to do a Taken 3. We'll kill you in minute 15. Sign me up. 
<laughs> Liam Neeson's like, can I die in this one too? Yeah. <laughs> and it's Kim. Kim is the new taken. Oh, just oh, uh, my ridiculous. Gosh. So, so back then, again, the fact that he picks up the knife, he then he realizes she's dead. And then as soon as the cops get there, he like runs away. Like, Ugh. like, like why, why? Like, I'm sure he has, again, he's got connections that he could say, listen, I'm a cop or whatever he is. Like he could talk about like, you know, like, like he immediately put it on him in seconds. And I think you said it best before about the fugitive parallels. Oh, fugitive. He was a rando doctor that like, like he obviously could have gotten framed easy because he was a nobody, but you said it best. He's, Brian Mills that has all these connections with so many people. I'm sure he could probably call somebody that can call the oh, president. Easily, the fact that easily. He was so scared of the where, where I guess they're in LA, right? The LA justice system that in seconds he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna kick the shit out of these two cops <laughs> and jump out the window and land on a dumpster. And that dumpster landing, oh my god, my back okay, okay. my back hurts if I lay oh. on the ground for five minutes. So, do you think he knew there was a dumpster there or he just oh jumped out God. the window? Like, it's like, why would he know a dumpster's there? Cause this is like the back window. So he literally like jumped and just hoped a dumpster would be there. Oh my God. I, I think don't know. So, and I feel bad for the stunt guy that he oh. said like, all right, here's the stunt. Like, what do you want to do? Jump out the window and like do like roll or something. No, we're going to have you land your back on a dumpster. Okay. And you know what? I might believe it. If the cover wasn't on and he landed on the garbage bags, you know, like oh, the cushion. Give me that. Okay. That give me that. Cliche. Right. Yeah. He landed on on the on the cover of the dumpster. So he like the metal part yeah. of the dumpster. He he literally on his back. Like it was a full. And oh. if you're gonna jump out the window, why are you jumping out that way? Like, wouldn't you try <laughs> yeah. to like he had enough time that he could almost like hang from the window and like shimmy down and then drop and like hopefully like no, he like dives out the window. <laughs> and you know what? That furthers the uh, difficulty of sinking a body in. He was on like the second or third. He was definitely <laughs> the second floor. Oh, maybe I think the he's third. the third floor. I think because it seemed like he he it was a, a nice jump. So I I would say the third floor. So, so. they went up three floors with a dead body. <laughs> like, give me that footage. Like, if they got that later in the movie, let's let's have them okay. like delivering a couch and it's in a and, box and they do it. And you know. They weren't quiet. You know, they were yelling at each other in Russian as they're like carrying a dead body up there. Like, you know, you know, like, you know, one's like, all right, come on, lift higher or whatever they're saying. You know, like it wasn't a quiet thing. Not one neighbor. There's always nosy neighbors in those kind of apartments. Always. There's always an old lady that's peeking out, you know, hearing something. And yeah, no dogs barking. Nothing. None. But he's climbing every fence. He's outrunning everyone. um, And I do. You know, what's crazy. Again, you said it perfect fugitive where's the parallel even though he didn't go uh jump off like a dam but the fact that when he goes in that garage okay 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 first of all the other parallel also is forrest whitaker was totally tommy lee jones the way he kept saying listen he's our priority this is the only thing we're doing like he was he it was the from this point on it's the fugitive without a doubt so okay so that garage is that a garage that he knew about or just a random wait, wait, not I even think the garage. It was just a random wait, garage. Wait, he runs into a house first that happens to have the front door oh, yeah, unlocked. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so he so he runs in the house, front door unlocked, just runs right through. He knew that door was gonna be unlocked because because I think he'd be in trouble if the door is locked. And now what is he gonna do? So the door was unlocked. He ran through there, goes to this garage. Can I ask you what? First of all, the fact that he knew there was a trap door there, which <laughs> I know. Okay, and why is there a trap door into the sewer? Oh, the, what it is is it was like. <laughs> Uh, the way they used to illegally dump oil when they did oil changes probably or something. Because why else would you, a car be over it? And there was like only like five pieces of wood that were separating someone who stepped on that the wrong way. Uh, from would dying. go through a hundred percent. And it was pretty high up. So how high oh, is the, yeah. the house built over this running like sewer like and it wasn't like it was like a it was like a run it was running water like it was a rough oh dude it wasn't it, was flowing. it wasn't like, like river yeah yeah so I just like there's no explanation for that like what is that what house <laughs> would have that like it makes no sense that thing when is i just saw ridiculous. that the fact that he went <laughs> under the car and was like and then he moved one and then moved the other one i'm yeah. like are you kidding me and, and that's he knew how it. he gets away see i maybe i would believe it if that was his house, he purposely had that there to for an escape plan or something. Yeah. But this was a random house that had that that he knew to go down. He knew it was there, like somehow, like it's just ridiculous. And yeah. uh, again, the rushing water was going so fast. Like well, it wasn't Russian water. We were in LA. This isn't Russia. <laughs> oh my. Gosh. Are you saying the Russian River in California? Maybe the Russian. Water. <laughs> oh my! Oh, you mean uh, rushing water, as in like fast water? Oh my gosh! Are you are you being serious right now? I thought you meant Russian, as in Klutzklach. You know, I gotta be honest with you. You you haven't done accents in a while, and so far we've heard a Russian and Liam Neeson. You're on, you're on a roll today. <laughs> Liam Neeson was pretty good. Yeah, like that, that was pretty good. So, but yeah, I mean that that the thing that he jumped into was just ridiculous. Like this so is there's not one house that would have any kind of contraption like that at all. <laughs> First of all, I would think that it would not pass an inspection. Like it's such a dangerous thing to have. Like there was no way that would pass inspection. Especially that it's a place that cars are stored and worked on. They'd be like, "Hey guys, okay, are you dumping your oil into the? Maybe that's okay. why all the ducks are." Uh... What if what if whoever pulls the car in that they didn't go in uh, you know right over it and their wheel went over that like your your car's gonna go you're gonna, it's gonna easily break that wood like you you you, you said it best that wood looked so flimsy like it was not <laughs> like a it's like it wasn't like a, a sturdy cement like uh trap door it was like ply like not even plywood it looked like that like fence like fence wood that was like yeah. pieced together <laughs> okay do you you ready for this one and this might blow your mind so when i just thought of this when forrest whitaker shows up there and he goes move the truck move the truck <laughs> all right what what do we see what do we see there what we see all we the see? pieces of wood pack back all the pieces of wood are perfectly back there's no way that 65 year old liam neeson hung from <laughs> with one end and put them all back purposely come on well, maybe the homeowners said, "Oh, who left this open?" and came Who back that? out and just, well, that why damn did Timmy Whitt from down the road? <laughs> why did Forrest Whitaker say move the car? I don't know. It's what not was like he the heard it? It's not like he was sitting there. He's like, "Shh, shh. no, like, I would love that scene." Shh, shh. Okay, guys. Yeah, I hear something. Where's it coming from? Right, move the truck. Right. No, he just goes move the truck. How'd they move it? By the way, 
Oh, you can pop a car in control easy. Oh, okay. Right. There's like a button but, okay. on my Honda. There's a little button that you have to open something. It's pretty yeah. amazing that they have a little thing. You just need a screwdriver. You hit a little tiny button and you can move the car wherever you want. Yeah, but they didn't have a screwdriver on them. I mean, they literally just moved the car. I mean, so, you know, but if, like, it, what did he think? Maybe he's hiding under there. Like, wouldn't you just like look <laughs> under there? Like, I mean, like he literally moved it and then saw the trapdoor right away. Like that made no sense to move the car. It, yeah. it was just like, yeah. Is this yeah. when he utters the line? I knew this guy was good, but no, I don't know. Did he say that no. yet? I don't think he knew who he was yet. Well, he did. I, I did write down one line. He says, I, let me see. Did it, we're not there yet. Okay. We're not, we're not there yet, but I did write that. I, he one does line say wrote a down. one liner after this. I don't know if he says this guy's a damn pro or he says well, something like that. I'm like, is he really the, a pro? He just well, found he a also, hole. Well, again, he, I think that's a pretty much of a pro. If you're if you're running trying to escape something and you just happen to come across an escape <laughs> know, hatch, yeah. that's that's a pro because I mean you know like yeah. most people like climbing trees or like hiding behind a bush. This guy's finding trapdoors. You know yeah. it's ridiculous. But what the line I wrote down was these guys could lose a tail if it was a- attached to a dog. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That okay. was when they said that's when at, it was after the funeral when yes. that was when yeah because they're like oh but, should we tell him yeah. But, but aren't all tails attached to a dog? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what does that mean? <laughs> so if if it, so they can lose that. But if if it's not attached to the dog, then they'll they'll be able to tell them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so stupid. What a dumb line. <laughs> yeah. Now they they like. I'm not saying that he's not a great actor. There are some things he uh. he's good in. But when he plays a cop, I just don't think he's ever good in those roles. But I love that the first time we saw this, because I wrote Forrest Whitaker's in this, and then it goes, he's eating bagels for freshness. <laughs> that's right away. That's what I thought. And I'm like, there's no way you could use that in court. Like, it's like, oh, why didn't this guy murder his wife? Your honor, the bagels were warm. They were fresh. So, and there was two of them, one for him and one for her. It's like, what if he was a psycho and just wanted to eat two after he murders wife? Like, but this is but but it's just someone's house. Like you're just I randomly know. taking their food and eating it. Like, and I think I think he eats something in the next scene also. Like maybe at the office, like they see him eating again. Like it just it just ridiculous. Like I said, Lots the other guy was eating. It's like it's like Cobra. They're oh. always eating in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every okay. scene. And then how about right. the fact that these guys kind of remind me of FX two, like having like that like uh, escape house. In this, Brian calls Sam and he goes, oh, I'm in trouble. And he asks for a code. And then he finds a safety bunker that is in like a, an abandoned warehouse or like power no. plant. And well, well, he doesn't find it. I mean, he knew about it because it's guns no, are there. No, I know he knew about it. No, but what I'm saying is the fact that there's oh. actually something like yeah. that. Like well, you're telling me that there's something like that, like anywhere in the well, world, like inside some old warehouse. Think about again. If, if, if there's like a real Liam Neeson, John, John Wick, same thing. Like he had this like, you know, hidden thing. Like these guys that are badasses, you know, they're always on guard. They're going to, you know, I mean, I believe that based on the character he plays, you know, in the first two movies, I believe he would have a, uh, to me, that's not far fetched, you know, like for him to, to have a safe area where he knows that he, he can, you know, keep someone safe or hide his guns, which he does, you know, uh, listen, the contraptions that he has, who's making that? Like that that <sighs> GPS thing. Like he he's able to download everything anywhere. Yeah. With that thing. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, he's not 
officially, you know, on the job anymore. He's got his own security. So who's making these very cool Q-like, you know, because that's what Q does for James Bond. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, like what is like, yeah, it doesn't make like the fact that he's able to still have this kind of stuff, like all this equipment, Where who's making it? Sam? Sam, probably Sam. But you know what's funny about these movies? And there's so many movies that they don't want an other line of like, this is what this object's doing. This is a GPS, you know, a downloader or something. But in this, it says it, the text on the thing that he had when he has it plugged in, it said like GPS download in progress <laughs> like, in the biggest letters that yeah. seem like they couldn't even fit on the thing. And then how about the next scene? This guy's a ninja. He slips into the morgue. Oh, my gosh. How does that happen? Like, I, I again these movies there's never security there's never security and you can walk around any hospital any room any like police station without any any like somehow sneak and he's a big guy he's like six yeah. four six five and he's able to slip into any everywhere and like i i i i mean i don't know i've never been into a morgue but they don't lock those things like you could easily they just don't lock open them and up. there's no cameras or, like there's no, there's cam- no cameras yeah, well, like i i you know what because morgue workers like as we've seen in so many movies they're creeps and they probably take all the watches and they touch the dead bodies and do funny things with them but what, you no, think, wait 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 you, th- you think they're wearing watches when they're in a morgue the dead bodies yeah they take no they they're not in off them yeah, not in the in the morgue. There's they're done. There's, there's 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 nothing on them. I don't think they're they're laying in there and they they go they're opening up each one like seeing ours. Right, let's see what this guy has. You know, and are they naked already when they're in the morgue? Isn't like yes. they bring the body to the morgue and then they take their stuff off? Like that's where you I go think, after you're dead. Yeah, I, I think the morgue is like the last place. I'm sure there's there's a spot where they strip them, take their jewelry, and then give them to the creep. First of all. Who would want that job to be around dead people all day long? Like your friends are just dead. Like your coworkers are all dead people. Like you're you're alone. I can't imagine you need more than like, I don't think you need more than one morgue person, right? Like like really, like there's only one probably. So imagine like you're spending your hours just by yourself and dead people. That like smell, oh, the smell, like, the oh. like old, like old oh. people smell. That's probably what. It's well, that's like. why. That's why in these movies they're always like. That's why, like, it's amazing. First of all, when they're eating sandwiches, like I forget what oh. movie that was. He's eating. A, like it's just Fletch like lives when he's eating a, a sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> and he had the watch on of a dead person that it, we saw it, earlier in the movie. Yeah. I, I think it takes a special kind of person to be able to work in a special. Movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then Liam Neeson again, he's stuck into the morgue and then he does the craziest thing. He somehow puts himself into the trunk of his own car and then the cops bring his car and Lenore's car and park them next to each other. Is that really what happened in this movie? It it is what happened. And how did he know that was going to happen? And yes. And, and, is there a way to get out of your trunk if you're locked in there? They have the safety. You know, they they uh puts a safety device in in the I don't know what year it was, but there's a little thing you could pull. Is there a it's reason thwarted, why they have the, it single handedly took down the mafia? <laughs> the mafia they got to this point they were throwing people in the trunk. They're like, this is easy. And then once Ford was anti mafia, I guess they put the little. It's like a little. It's like a little plastic so, uh, letter T. 
So I want to know the reason why they didn't put safety in there. Because uh, uh, were, there, were there a lot of people getting stuck in trunks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, I, I honestly have never been inside of a trunk. Uh, I don't think. Unless I was I like, doing something yeah, stupid I, as a kid. I, I, as a kid, Yeah, maybe. that's what I did, yeah. Right. Okay, so, but, I mean, in reality, though, like, I want to know, was, was there, like, a big case? Like, were there a lot of cases of people stuck in trunks that they couldn't get out? <laughs> I mean, people, oh no, you, oh the one tuna fish can I gotta grab it from the uh, and then they fall in and the trunks. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna go in, like if you did it, you always have like a friend on the outside, like you know, like you're probably just joking around, you know. But like if you're alone, you're getting stuck in a trunk that you shouldn't be driving. Oh yeah, you should take away the license. Yeah, <laughs> you, if you get caught license. in your own trunk. <laughs> you should have to like turn your license like that day. Okay. All right. But, but yeah, you're, no, you're so, right. But how does he know that's going to happen? Is that like know? protocol that they've parked them next to each other? And why before they're driving it, they don't check the trunk at okay. that time. They not only they don't listen, they don't check the trunk. They don't check the Liam Neeson when they arrest him. Like you oh, arrest man. someone and you know, this guy is a badass. You don't check him and see if he has any weapons on him. Like, you know, yeah. like, so, you know, I'm not surprised they didn't tr- check the trunk. Which is ridiculous because they would check the entire car. First of all, when they check the car before he even gets there, that's what I mean. I would think yeah. that's the first thing they do because yeah. what, what if they start driving it and there's some evidence in there that gets spilt or breaks or the or there could what, be something. What if, what if the car gets in an accident and now you have no evidence and now the case is closed? Right. <laughs> you know, they take I mean, like I mean, anything can happen on the way, right? Like you said, yeah. you know, a car can go on fire, whatever. So why wouldn't they like bring a team there, and and it's just like you're bringing a team to the house to inspect the murder scene, you know, scene. Yeah, which, CSI. We're CSI which we, car car detailing. They which we that. skipped apart when Kim, it was Kim, is a daughter, right? Yeah. So when they're when they're going through the the mom's bedroom, and the daughter yeah. goes, "Can you please leave? I know what you're looking for. Can you let me go in there alone?" And they're like, "Okay." What the fact that she says, I know what you're looking for. Wouldn't that be like a red flag? Like oh, she's hiding something like, I mean, yeah. seriously, like you're not going to just allow. someone. it's a, it's, it's, it's a murder case. Like, yeah. Yeah. The worst, worst cops. Yeah. And then when she talks, she has a hard heart with uh forest Whitaker and says like, can oh. you just have them not go through all my mom's stuff? And he's like, I can do that for you. It's like, why would he say okay to that? <laughs> There could be very important evidence, which 100%. is linking someone to this murder. But he's like, you she know what? Be, Fine. She could be hiding things or whatever. Like they, yeah, it was so ridiculous that they gave her that that leeway. Yeah, so and this dumb. is where he used his device that it said GPS downloaded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he, when he popped out of the car, the trunk really quick while they were walking there. And which he was able to. You don't hop, hear that. Yeah. Wait, you you don't hear the the trunk. Oh, opening? I know, I know. Oh, it's so loud. Have you ever been in a parking garage at night? Of course. I shit my pants because you hear <laughs> one little sound and you're like, yeah. somebody's behind me. A hundred percent. So it, what he does a lot of quiet stuff because he's able to sneak on the guy in his house later on. So you know, yeah. I guess he's he's like a like you said, he's a ninja he's and a ninja, he's able yeah. to get out. And he got out. And does does he shut the trunk? Or does it, does, it, does it leave it open? He shut it, right? Because they didn't uh, yeah, know. Yeah, sure he shut it, yeah. Okay. You don't hear it. You could can, you can shut a trunk quietly, like not making any noise. <laughs> I, I don't I know. I guess. I don't know. And there's a parking lot. There wasn't one other person there again. There was exactly. just those two people walking time, there. Yeah. <laughs> a police parking lot. I'm sure there's cops that come in and out. 
Like 100%. with bad guys or changing shifts. No, nobody there at all. And you don't have security cameras. It's a PlayStation. They, they can't afford it anywhere to have security cameras. Even in the next scene when he finds out pretty quickly, oh, this is where she was last. Let me check this place out, the gas station. And then she's wa- then he's watching the footage and the guy's letting him watch it. And I did kind of like that part because that was pretty cool when they showed up and the girl was pissed off, the waitress, at the first place he went to. When the when she, uh he said to that not uh, Donnie Wahlberg guy, she's like, you yeah. guys really need to get it together. You guys just had a cop here. He's over there now. And then that's when they peep in on him. Yeah, but why did the gas station guy let him? I mean, he just said, oh, yeah, I, because I, I, did he say, did he show him a badge he or anything? A cop. Oh, yeah, he showed him a fake oh, badge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He says, okay. I'm Detective, I think he used the name Mike. Mike Carl, another name that would not be Liam Neeson's name, you know? <laughs> of course. All right. Yeah. And, you know, it's I, I did like I like how they made us look like he's going to get caught any second. Like he was taking his time getting this information. Oh, like, but, then, you know, yeah, but then he ultimately but does he get planned caught it. And you're like, are you no. serious? Yeah, but he pla- obviously he planned that. But yeah. I like, <sighs> okay. All right. Just to, like, just to get that evidence. To and I like how, okay. Hand tattoo. So one. Okay, when they do get him, those two cops were so cocky. Like they're like, "Oh, he's supposed to be a badass." Uh, like, why weren't they the ones that drove him? Like, why would they throw him? Like, if if these are your two lead detectives that you know you're putting on this murder case, you're gonna throw him into just a random cop's car? Yeah. And I wrote down, "Oh, I guess he only kicks the shit out of patrolmen because he doesn't <laughs> fight the detectives. He purposely gets arrested." Yeah, just to break out a second later, he could have just made quick work at Donnie Wahlberg and the other guy. And oh, get on easily. His way. No, let me do this whole thing of now I'm going to kick the shit out of these guys and yeah, and and possibly die because you're on a high like you're 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 going down the highway with the guy has a gun to his head and he's like swerving and like causing accidents. Like why? Like you're right. Why didn't he just like like what was the purpose of getting arrested? A purpose. Yeah, there, there was what, no point to did, it, and then he had the, and then he had the, unless he, it would would have made sense if he got arrested, went to the police station, then got out of his cuffs, and then looked on the computer and got information or something. There was no point, and the fact right. that he was ready with a pick, yeah. So, so, and doesn't that make him look even more guilty? Because yes. now you're escaping. So, like, yeah. you know, like, so it it just doesn't. But then I think. Doesn't Forrest Whitaker later on say something like he got, he got himself arrested on purpose? Like he, he didn't believe it. Like when they said that he got him too easy, he's like, no, 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 stop or stop him or something like that. Yeah, like that's he what he said. It. That's when those guys are being cocky. He's like, oh, this guy's yeah. supposed to be so good. And yeah. Then he goes, he's playing you. And then at the same yeah. time he said that, which I thought was pretty cool. He starts picking the lock. But you yeah. ever see the Artie Lang movie Beer League? A long time ago. Okay, so there's a guy in that movie that is in a bunch of stuff. Background guy for the most part in Beer League. He's the guy that. Uh, when he's at, I don't know if he's at somebody's wedding. Oh yeah. He's at Ralph Mountain's wedding in the movie and he has his whole speech. And you think he's talking about like the, the love between Ralph Macho and his new wife in the movie. And he's talking about his batting average and slow pitch softball. He's the guy that in this movie is calling Forrest Whitaker. Like every time he's like, I just found out boss. There's two, uh, $12 million insurance policies that were taken out. He's that guy throughout That's the whole movie that keeps calling him. But yeah, if if anybody hasn't seen Beer League in a long time or never saw it, set in New That's Jersey, funny. Uh, funny movie. Jerry Minor, our first ever interviewee, talked about his summer uh, 
wow. in Jersey on that movie, which I thought uh, it's it's a fun flick. But I thought it was pretty funny that he was the guy like relaying the information. But I I wrote this down. I go, it's so funny. Brian's only hurting guys. No one's dying. And then the next note, well, the car that flipped over <laughs> with people who just got crushed under the shipping container might have an argument. This is the start of like a murder spree. I mean, yeah. it literally from this point on, there's so many deaths. And you're yeah. right. Like up until this point, he he he's purposely trying to save every police officer because he killed he and even Forrest, Forrest Whitaker made a point to that. He's like, and he didn't kill you guys, or I, and like so like he's putting it together that clearly he's not a bad guy. Yeah. So like you know like that's how bad Forrest Whitaker is. He you could tell he knows that Liam Neeson is not guilty, but he's still pr- like pushing him. You know, like he sh- he should have backed off a long time ago and realized, all right, this guy clearly knows what he's doing. You know, his daughter, you know, is telling him and he's just still like pu- pursuing him, wasting the- everybody's time and not solving anything. No, he's not doing anything. You know, there were some cool things they did for this movie, which they took lines from the other movies and like reverse them. So in the first movie, when uh, Liam Neeson utters like the coolest scene in a movie when he t- I have a particular set of skills oh, and amazing which is the best but what the bad guy says good luck like that's his line and that's what uh he says to, to Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker yeah yeah, yeah the same yeah, yeah. line like the role that, reversal that lo- the, but that whole that whole line is is got to be like one of the best in like top 10 like it's just such a like it's just awesome when you saw that trailer and he says that how awesome yeah, because he does this whole thing about you don't know me. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know you, but I have a particular set of skills. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And in, in that acts like in his voice, like it's just awesome. <sighs> yeah. The best movie. I think that taking movie is like oh, it's awesome. one of the best action yeah. movies ever. Yeah. So good. And yeah. uh so the fact so this is where it gets even crazier. How about when uh he kind of goes to the f- funeral <laughs> like but his buddies are there and he's on a camera yeah yeah insane hi dad hi <laughs> like in the middle of like my mom just died hi dad <laughs> she's like well you know i mean i do like the fact that the daughter like it knows her father right so knows yeah. everything he's gonna do so like like any any kind of like out of the ordinary stuff, she already knows, you know, she's already two steps ahead of Forrest Whitaker also, like knows the yeah. plan and everything else. So, yeah, I mean, I do like their relationship, um, but again, she's a college student and he just, he does treat her like she's in middle school. No, yeah. You know, or, or you know, but it's not even just him. Like, I feel like she treats it like, like she's, she acts like she's in middle school sometimes. You know, it's the way oh, her no, she doesn't act like she's a college student that's pregnant. I mean, she's super young, but well, she plays it. She's 30 something, but yeah. she's yeah. playing super young. But no, you're right. It's like she's doing such ridiculous things at times. I know. And almost is like wanting to be in harm's way. But the, yeah. like we talked about, you said it earlier, like a great movie would have been Brian and his buddies because when Brian gives his buddies the footage and they see it. Oh yeah. When they kind of start getting involved, I man, that yeah, that's awesome. Well, again, because they're older, you know, and just when you see these like when you always see like these older guys that are like just so like skilled in their craft yeah. and they can still be badasses. That's why like a lot of these like you know, gangster movies with right De Niro and Pesci, 
even though they're older, they still hold their own. You know, like to me, Chaz Palminteri and Bronxdale, you know, he's got that older, oh, yeah. but he's still like a badass. And like, I like that. So like, yeah, a movie with those four guys would have been great. Yeah, like VFW so. with uh, Sadler v- and great movie. Stephen Lang. I mean, such a great yeah. movie. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. So many, absolutely. Uh, like every guy. Greece. Yeah, dude. That, you know what? That movie was like, like bad guy version of like Expendables. You oh, know, like yeah. it was like all the villains from like other movies, you know, yeah. all together. And play- that was such a good movie. I, yeah, and it, I like that Williamson. one. Who's the one guy with the gray hair? He's in so many movies. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's in that movie where he's blind and p- kids go to his house. Oh yeah, um, Stephen Stephen Lang. Oh, he's awesome. He's like yeah, one he's of my great. favorites. Yeah, yeah. No, he's really good in that movie. But now, right. but that that's cool when you get that in those movies, like the aging guys. And they, oh, easily. They're putting it together, and uh, yeah, those are guys. It's so funny. My two favorite genres that whenever we talk about action movies are when the people like in FX two are aren't guys that know guns or anything regular guys in that situation yeah regular guys and old guys that used to be <laughs> action like they used to know what they were doing those are my two genres that I would have that uh like blockbuster video you know what i got a movie for you ever seen a movie tough guys years ago it was uh kirk douglas and um burt lancaster and oh, no. Dan, D- dana carvey plays like a rep- uh, he's in there too but burt Can- lancaster and and uh kirk douglas they're they just got out of prison and they were tough guys back in the day. So they were like in prison for 30 years. So they still think it's like 1950, but it's like now 1985. And so oh, like they, nice. they come, but yeah, so they act like Kirk Douglas still date, like going after girls. And like, it's actually a funny movie. It's called tough guys. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so again, at this point, obviously we mentioned a million times that Stuart is obviously the bad guy, but I wrote Stuart is the worst. If he's not the bad guy, <laughs> I'd be shocked, which at this point, even at the funeral, he was like kind of like cold and awkward. And it, the thing that was even crazier was her mom just got murdered. And I know when people like when they're grieving, they do it for different things. Some people want to be by themselves. Some people want to right. go. But she like wants to go to school and oh. she has a really cool car. OK, wait, wait a second. How, what do you think the time frame is oh, between the been- funeral and, and, and school? No, I'm talking about. It must be only mid- a few days. I I think I feel like it wasn't even like I I it like knows no way she'd be able to go to school like right yeah. away like that. It had to be like within a day or two, you know. Like no, so- well they had the full day of searching the house. Okay, that's like one day. so maybe maybe like a few days. I'm just thinking normal when people pass away. It's maybe like the earliest is like four days out. They have a funeral or something, but it was like, right. no matter what it was, it was just kind of ridiculous that she had to do that. But then I Correct. wrote down, I'm like, let me guess. Cause I always thought that, I don't know. I, I don't remember this movie at all, but I was thinking like, wow, I wonder if this movie did phenomenal. And they did like a, Hey, you know what? It, obviously she's pregnant in this movie, so they couldn't do it. But if it was like, wait, she's going to be the next CIA opera because I was like, watch, is she gonna lose a tail right now? That's what I thought was gonna happen. She was gonna get in her car, retro car, and somehow lose the guy, but obviously it didn't happen. She knew the guy was following her and then she gave him the business for a second. How obvious was the tail? I mean, like like I mean, like again, how bad are these cops? You know, they they were just it was so obvious, it's just ridiculous. You know, uh, and not for nothing, that cop was like he acted so creepy. 
Ugh. like the whole time. Like, I, there's no way he should be a cop. You know, and not it, not Donnie Wahlberg. He looked yeah, like yeah, Donnie yeah, Wahlberg yeah. on Blue Bloods yeah. or whatever. He, 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 he just look, but he looked like he does drugs. Like he just looked creepy. Yeah. And and that's the guy you're gonna have watching the young girl. Like yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, just, yeah. No, it, it, he was he was he was the worst. And how about the fact that when he goes, uh, the but Sam at the funeral goes, your dad wants me to tell you to keep up your regular schedule, right? Regular schedule. Well, because, because he, because she's predictable. And yeah. remember, because, so he was talking about them. Even the boyfriend was chiming in how predictable, yeah. which I thought Liam Neeson was going to get a man at that point, because I feel like the, the boyfriend was like making fun of her. And so like, you know, but yeah, no. So, but see now I feel like she screwed that part up big time. So, Oh, you mean, you know, grabbing he, the fourth one back and he goes, I would grab the same in the beginning. Of the no, movie no, no, when no. He, no, 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 no. I mean, that's, I mean, that's obviously part of the predictable. So he knew that, but yeah, the fact that you would think like she would act normal. Why, why, why would she leave evidence of her father writing a note? Yes. Like take it with you. Keep the note. Like, wh- yes. Why and, would you throw that note in the garbage? Why would you throw it away? And why would you, if, if you're trying to be predictable, drinking it super fast and throwing it away is not what you normally do. Right. It, 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 you know, and c- clearly the guy at the store knew that, that that's not something she normally does. Cause he said it yeah, right she away. Comes in, she drank yeah, it so fast. She, yeah. So that was not the same. Like, so she screwed that up, you know, but yeah, I mean, why would you throw it away? And Forrest Whitaker knew to look in the garbage. Cause there's going to be something right there. Like, <laughs> well, stupid. do you remember what the note said? Did we see that? Uh, it's a drink this, I think I thought it said something like drink this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember why? Because he basically poisoned well, his yeah, daughter. Which, yeah, which is, I mean, so does that do harm to a kid? She's she's pregnant. I mean, like, it's. it's oh my God. What if it's something he, that would hurt the baby? I know. Because he didn't know. I mean, okay. Can I ask you, like, so instead of poisoning her, why didn't you just say, meet me in the school bathroom? Yeah. Like, I, fake I, I mean, fake that, like you have a stomach bug. Yeah. Right. Oh. I mean, you clearly were able to write a note on there. So how about like just say, yeah, no, I'm going to poison her and then give it her antidote later on. <laughs> like what What if she got sick and, like in the classroom, started throwing up in the classroom, embarrassing <laughs> his daughter? Like, you know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, why would you do it like easily? The same thing could have said, like, okay, meet me in the bathroom, you know, leave class early, meet me in the bathroom. Very simple. And throw this out. <laughs> it's like inspector gadget <laughs> it'll explode because the fact that yeah the fact that she didn't grab yeah. that is i know really, i know maybe because she has like prego brain you know she's pregnant and her brain's well, not thinking the right way in her defense she's just got poisoned she did get poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if you put too much in and she passed out right there yeah how, okay so how, how would he know how much to put in there to like <laughs> you know i mean like and he had a, he had like a sort of antidote for her to drink. He did. So that that seemed like an extreme thing. So yeah. if he already had that, what would he use that for? I mean, like he so he clearly there's something he's used before. You know, his buddies. The, Remember all the it's, CIA guys are drinking and they try to mess with each other by poisoning each other. So so it's it's like automatic diarrhea. So that's automatic okay. diarrhea. So he gave his daughter okay. diarrhea instead of just writing like, "Hey, meet me in the bathroom." Meet me in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, what if she had an accident in the classroom? Like, that, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And so, he, okay. So then he clearly, he, you know, she's, she gets sick and, and was the, was the 
the cop waiting outside the classroom while she was in class? Was that what he was doing? Yeah, he was waiting outside and somehow she slipped because I don't know how she could have slipped it because at this point, it's not like she's thinking she's getting away from. She just is going no, to the bathroom. She's really he's a- not staying near her, which is crazy. But but he knew that she was going to the bathroom because that's where he was waiting yeah. outside the bathroom. But so he followed her and and she's sitting in the classroom. He, was he in his car while she's in the classroom or she, she, he was just standing in the hallway? No, he was standing in the hallway. But when she went to the bathroom, he didn't stay with her. No, he was, no like, I know. He was on the phone for Whitaker. And like you said earlier, oh, he's in the she's in the science hall. She's yeah, in, I think she's yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Then he yeah. like had to like run over to it, and it's like, no, why but, are you running? Oh, how about the fact that you got this creepy looking cop just standing in a hallway of a college? I know. <laughs> no one, no one notices this man who's like clearly does not go to school, and he's just hanging around. Like that seems. I a get lot. older. They they <laughs> the same age. That's what he looks so like. No, he was. No teachers were in the hallway. <laughs> no one was walking around. Like, yeah, okay, all right. So, all right. So Liam Neeson's in the bathroom with her. I, so how did he? He just walked in after she walked in. How did the cop not see that? Well, he wasn't right there. Remember, he wasn't right outside the bathroom. He like basically let her go oh, into okay. another wing. He wasn't like right there. Okay, but how about right, the okay. fact that when he when he finds out <laughs> when he finds out like that she's pregnant after he goes, I poisoned you. Here's the antidote to make you feel better. But like, wouldn't he be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's poisoned my pregnant daughter. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, why yeah. did you tell he me? He didn't think about that at all. I, I got a question for you. Does he know her, her, her school schedule? How do you know what bathroom she's going to? <laughs> yeah, I hope he, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean like, so he, he, so his plan was to get her sick. So she would leave class to go to the bathroom. How does he know what class she has, what building she's in, where's the bathroom? He happened to know exactly where to go. Well, he was probably doing a good peeping job because he's a ninja. He was probably following. He's probably in the class with her with a wig <laughs> on to follow her out. Who's the new kid in the back? <laughs> you got the six, five Irish <laughs> accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an exchange student. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Okay. How how about the fact that like so after he escapes, narrowly escapes and the cops come in. Why is she why is her underwear around her ankles? Like like she was literally <laughs> pretending to be in the ba- like really go to the bathroom like she could have easily just been sitting there and just like pretending like she's throwing up or something like that. Like she like isn't that kind of awkward also? Like knowing they're going to barge <laughs> yeah. in and while she's sitting there like I think they, they they wouldn't even know if she, her underwear was down because they would barge in and move right away. Like she acted like she was really going to the bathroom. Unless yeah, I think maybe the she poison really wanted to, or maybe oh yeah, it still no, worked. She maybe was, the poison. <laughs> she had the Hershey Hershey squirts or something. That, that, that would have been funny as soon as they barge in. You heard. <laughs> <laughs> but the fa- so when the pregnancy when. Oh, the line that he says, and he says it really awkwardly. He goes, "Well, we will figure out what's best after we get through this." It's like, and she goes, "Okay," and then she goes, "Stewart's been acting really odd." And then I'm like, "Oh yeah," and that and that was yeah. I mean, like, how much? Uh, I know, uh, ridiculous. Right there, I knew that it was him. But the fact that those other two girls came in, That's... and they were like, "Oh yeah, were you hanging out with Bobby last night?" And they're like having this a conversation, doing makeup in the mirror. And the cops come in, see them, like, 
cops hold the gun most of the time that you see them like because the guys that go they barge in the door they see the yeah. girls and still point at the i know and they still have them. absolutely yeah i mean it's ridiculous ridiculous <sighs> or like creepy and, donnie Wahlberg was uh oh. hey what's up ladies you want, <laughs> you want my, here's my car <laughs> and 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 you know obviously the chase in the in the college in the hallways he throws uh some kind of bomb or what did he throw? Grenade in into the janitor's closet? Oh yeah, he threw a stu- like a stun grenade. A stun gu- That's not dangerous. Like when I you know. got all these kids around. Like, <laughs> what if somebody was in there? Uh, what, <laughs> there could well, have been somebody wait, wait, the, the janitor. In the in the closet? Yeah, the janitor closet. They gotta get cleaning supplies. Why would he Okay, why would he be inside the closet? To get this stuff. It's probably a janitorial closet. The door was shut. You think he was just hanging around the closet? You think janitors just hang around janitor closets? They're probably like, damn, these kids they can't <laughs> get in the toilet. <laughs> I'm changing, scrubbing the floors. I hate this job. And okay, you know what? I'm going to go up to Mr. Johnson and I'm going to quit. And then you see, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and that's, I it. mean, yeah. I'm I'm sure someone could have gotten hurt easily with that Ugh, thing. What if he missed the closet? Like he's running and like he threw it, but like on the run. But what if he missed it and hit the door and like it went off in the hallway? <laughs> like you know, it's, it's just murders, I mean, I'll, I'll, like there's a lot of things that could have happened. You yeah. know, so okay, <laughs> all right. But it was it was crazy because he's running around this school and and the only other really tall people, even though they're college kids, it was like this hulking Leeson that <laughs> couldn't like duck, even when he ducked. He was taller yeah. than all the other kids around. And again, it's it's you, you, it's easy to leave a college. Like, how does he know where to go? Like, you're running down hallways. You know, it's not easy to find out where you're going. And somehow he knew the whole landscape of you know the college. Yes, it all. Maybe he downloaded all of it. So he he studied the he, he, the plans he did. to escape. He probably did. But he decked okay. that security guard man. That security oh my guard knocked him out. <laughs> God, and then set off all the farm fire alarms with that stun grenade. Wild. Yeah, yeah. And then Stewart has this guy's so rich. Again, we don't know what he does. We never even got an inkling in that he sold like arms deals. Like there was an art dealer. We we didn't find anything out about what he actually. It's just that they said, oh, it must be because of the business that he does. That's why mom probably got yep. killed. But he goes to the Malibu house and he has a ton of money. Dude, that the way he, Liam Neeson is able to get in there so quick is great, <laughs> and, and quietly, and quietly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you would think a house again, a house like that would have security, like cameras and all that stuff. But no, again, you live in a house like that, you're leaving a front door like wide open like that, like anyone come in. Yeah, like we saw this yeah. in FX too. Like no one locks doors. I lock my door the second I'm in the house all the time. Yeah, no, I, I know. I always got to do that. Yeah, there's no even even in. Yeah, there's no time even during the day. Every door. It's got to be locked. Yeah, a hundred percent. But these people that live in these huge mansions never lock the door. Yeah. And we before we even get to him, get to the house. How about when he's driving and he gets rammed off the like. He gets rammed off the road okay. by a giant okay. SUV, and they even blow it up but, with a grenade. Uh, okay, okay, okay. The fact that it flips 
10 times <laughs> the car. There's no way. Well, again, I, I mean, they, you know, you know, it's funny. I think they purposely went back to that scene because they knew people were going to say, all right, how did he survive this? Because yeah. they, they show a little clip. Like they don't, they didn't do it for anything, but they showed a clip how, which they really didn't explain how he escaped because all they show him is like climbing the, like they didn't show how he got out of the car. Did they? Like, yeah, they didn't show him. Just, like, yeah. They just showed him how he wasn't in it when it flipped. They just showed him. So, yeah. so they showed you a clip of him, I guess, climbing up the, like the edge of the like, hill, but they still didn't show you how he got out. Cause he they said, how did you survive that? And they, but they didn't explain it. They really didn't explain it. Like how many time while I opened the door just yeah, that time. I, no, but they didn't even show they didn't even show him getting out of the car. He was already <laughs> out of the car, so he's already out of the car. But that's the explanation explanation of how he got out of the car because he was already out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> and the fact that this guy is the most lethal man in the world because I'm sure these Russian guys have oh. to have heard about him that he's taking out other countries like biggest gangs and two you movies. know he's been in russia before so i mean yeah. yeah i mean so the fact that they don't double check he's dead like this isn't like a joe schmo guy that they ran yeah. up the road this is like a guy that's like a lethal assassin no, yeah. let's leave yeah let's celebrate <laughs> nothing well again these bad guys do it all the time they always walk away without knowing for sure that someone's dead you know Listen, they do now, it in horror movies all the time too. So oh, never. Yeah, they never check it, and then that's why they, they never they always come back two yeah. or three times. At the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Did, did I think I've asked you this before? Did you ever watch the Larry Sanders show? No. So the man who gets carjacked is one of the actors from the show, a regular actor, and he's a writer. He was a writer on Larry Sanders in the show, but I think he also did writing on other shows in in real life too. <laughs> but yeah, he's that's the funny. guy that he pulls the gun on in the Bronco yeah, and yeah. says, "Let me drive." <laughs> and then uh and then the fight at the liquor stores wow you know what Holy that shit. was almost com- it was almost comical though because silly it was like, silly okay it, because you have these guys these thugs that just basically murdered this guy and then he's like hitting on the girl at the store like two seconds later like you know not like not even breaking a sweat of what just happened you know <laughs> and yeah. like like not even paying attention to what's going on and it was just like, a, I mean, it, it was enjoyable, but it was almost like Cobra when Cobra went to the supermarket, like, you uh, know, like use, using, using different yeah, shop I mean, here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I don't shop here. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. No, no, but it yeah. was like that. Even when he was fighting the guys, the guys are like four guys near each other with guns and Liam Neeson's able to like punch a guy, knee him in the stomach, throw his head through the, the, the glass. And then the next guy walks up and fights. And I'm like, oh my yeah. Okay. Like, okay. First of all, this, it, it's not, I don't even know if it's a supermarket. It's like a mini mart. It's like a small yeah, little. That's what it was. Oh no. Like, yeah. Like it was a liquor store. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. So you, you're going to tell me like no one else is going to come around while he's fighting one guy at a time. I <laughs> like, I mean, again, you know, like it just does. And they all have these guns. I mean, if they're smart, they attack from different angles and you know, you maybe, maybe you have a chance. No, they wait. They, and they hear this commotion. They're not that far away, but it seems like it takes forever for them to get to where Liam Neeson was. Yeah, and at this point, I don't know what minute mark we're on. I don't have a ton of notes left, so maybe this is like an hour 20. This is like the first time he actually like murdered someone purposely. Like all the other ones were like accidental yeah, yeah. casualties. This he was like, all right, I'm going to start killing guys because he kill- well, starts killing guys from here on out. Well, these are the Russians. So if you're Russian, then, yeah. you know, he's going he's gonna to go. You know, you the other ones, him. the other people were cops. 
right? So, like, you know, he's not going to kill the innocent cops, but these guys, okay, not for nothing. They just ram him off the road, and he, yeah, yeah. he should have died. So I don't think he's really holding back for them. So Russians and innocent civilians, he doesn't Correct. care about. Right, if you're an innocent civilian, then you're also can, can Then die. you're dead. You're crushed in your <laughs> in your uh, minivan by a freaking shipping container. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But, man, we get the... How about the... Dude, the crazy... With the main henchman. So we see the main henchman with the tattooed hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. the only one. A few of them had that tattoo hand. Oh, they, so oh there was... Oh, there was more than the, one? Oh, okay. The guy, at, the guy at the store had it. The grocery store. So it must have made uh, the Russian okay. But the so, fact that the guy but, was, like, getting ready to kill himself. Like, that was... Yeah, oof. yeah, yeah. No, it's... And, you know, it's funny. Like, that. I mean, the, the, the whole fight scene. He... He left him alive, Liam Neeson. But didn't he die when the cop showed up? Wasn't he dead? Because he was still laying on the on the steps. He wasn't moving. Oh no, we're at the liquor store. We're not not at that. Guy. Oh, I, oh, oh! You're talking about the other? Oh, you okay? Duh. Because you said the other yeah. Russian guy. I'm thinking of okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, no. The way yeah, I was not expecting that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was pretty. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know what? Imagine the fear, though, that you have you have that you know that if you give any information away, you're going to die. So my best bet is to just shoot directly in my mouth and blow my brains out. Insane. That's what he that's, does. Spill that's like a little the, bit, right? That's the easy he option. Stewart, right? He mentioned Stewart at this point because this is the first inkling that he had. It had to do with Stewart because he said, why yes, did you kill? Because right. this is you're when right. he gra- ambushes Stewart. At the Malibu right. house and starts waterboarding him. <laughs> Ridiculous. See, like, doesn't that seem like that would take too long? Like, like wouldn't like to me, maybe chop a finger off. You know, like go oh, right, yeah. go hard, go hardcore right away. Because I think, you know, with waterboarding, you probably I, I've never been waterboarded, but I'm assuming maybe it takes by the third time you're done. Like you can't hit like maybe the first one, like you're choking, but maybe you can, you know, you can still handle it. Second one. All right. It's getting deeper. Third one. All right. I'm done. You chop a finger off right off the bat. They're going to yeah. start speaking. Yeah. You know, like it's like go hard and they never do that. They always start slow. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm, if I'm torturing someone, I'm going right for the fingers. I'm going right. What, what finger was the first would be the first one you cut off. Like pinky's like, maybe somebody no, like, you it. know what? I can live with that. No. With pinky. Yeah. You can live without the pinky. I, I, I say thumb. I think you got, um, and you know what? I, it is a important one. And I think people always go for like the pointer finger or something like that. But I think the thumb. Yeah. Thumb or middle finger. Middle finger is pretty important because oh. it's like the uh, bridge. Or do it like Saeed did in Lost and just lift the fingernails up. Oof. Uh. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that in Rambo 2 when they're shoving the bamboo up the fingernails or rambo through one of the rambo movies they're doing that did they oh i gross. thought it was a rambo Ugh. movie but it's like they put it in they yeah hammer. oh, Ugh. oh. Ugh. but yeah so then uh, he finally I, I, wait, like, I, I, said, like yeah. like, I like we're like i like how they were more grossed out by lifting the fingernails than chopping the finger off you know like, I, you know I chopping the finger off that's not that bit you do I, so you'd rather have your finger chopped off than getting your nails lifted up uh phew. Cause I, cause you're done when it's chopped off, you're done with it and it's going to heal pretty quick. Did you ever have a nail rip off in your life? I, I have, but so, wait, it takes wait. forever so to you th- heal and it's the worst pain. In okay. The world. But so you think it's more painful to lift your nail off than to chop your finger off. 
And anyway, you said, oh, and it will heal? What, it's going to magically heal itself? And that, wait, you're worrying about the healing process, not the fact that he just chopped off the finger that's going to be so painful. Yeah, but I, the I'm telling you, I had, I've dropped something on my big toe when I was younger. I remember I it totally, it, I tried to leave it on as long as I could, the nail, and not like it was going to like magically like go back. But man, it took forever for that nail to grow back. <laughs> And it was the worst feeling. It was like weeks. Weeks. Okay. My my pinky, five seconds, it's gone. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. A week later, I'll have some ice cream. I'll feel fine. A week later? We're talking about the moment. We're not waiting. We're not talking about the healing the process. The moment is fine. It's just a pinky. Oh, my gosh. Big. Oh, okay. All right. I, I would think that <laughs> chopping a finger off has got to be the most painful thing ever. All right, fine. Pinky toe. Those are so, so tiny. My little pinky toe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's right. so tiny. <laughs> Chop it up and wear it as a necklace. Wait. Uh, so, so you think it's less painful if it's like a tiny pinky toe <laughs> compared to like because it's the second toe is like maybe two inches longer. So that's going to be really painful. But the pinky uh, toe yeah. is because yeah, it's smaller. Okay. <laughs> so teeny tiny. <laughs> it's like the size of a jelly bean. It's just... <laughs> Chop that oh, okay. bad boy off and be on your way. Just don't. So you can just use a nail clipper and just cut it off and it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it, it's just, right Okay. All right. <laughs> I would have to fake it with the bad guys. Oh, no, not my pinky toe. It's my favorite toe. And then when they kind of chop it off, I have to really like give in that it's really painful. I have to sell okay. them on it. Or they're going to be like, you know what, boss? Usually when people volunteer an appendage, that's the one that they're okay with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, you know shit, what? We, 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 we've learned these henchmen aren't that smart. They're not thinking that far ahead. So. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So then Stewart, after the third water bill of waterboarding, he says, oh, it's the Russian guy. I owe him a lot of money from business dealing. That's why Lenore's dead. And then now, and then he says, next, they're going to be going after Kim. And like, that's obviously yep. for Brian. He's like, shit, this is what we got to do. And this is when all Brian's buddies show up at but, the house. I mean, but, but get, I, for Stuart, knowing again, knowing the type of person that Liam Neeson is, Liam Neeson just tortured you. You're still going to play games with him. Like I know you, you, I mean, like you have to know that your end game is, is going to be coming soon. Like, you know, you have to know that you're not going to get away with it. And Liam Neeson is going to end up killing you. Like you, you, yeah. you, you can't think that you're going to be okay. You know, like it just, you know, like, I don't know. Like for him to try to outsmart Liam Neeson, knowing him, his background, I think that's a poor plan. Yeah, no, it's, I just don't get Stewart's motive. It just doesn't make sense. I know. I, I understand know, the I money and he has a I lot know. of houses, but. But he's not dealing with the Russian mob, whatever, and a crazy Liam Neeson. I mean, like, so, like, what what are your chances getting out of this alive? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. No matter what, he was screwed. So, and the fact that yeah. it was, like, Liam Neeson and the Russian guy, in a few minutes, we'll get to that part. Yeah, yeah. They had kind of had this moment of, like, man, we both got. They did. <laughs> we did both yeah, got we got, both got screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do love his buddies are so good that at the house they're oh. able to get all the cops to you know, yeah, get handcuffed. That, like that scene was great because again, like even the cocky cops, like they were there. And like, I think the one said, you don't really want to do this. And then the other cop, the other guy came in with the gun and like, it was just, yeah. it was just a good scene to show you like all these old school guys can outsmart these young cocky guys, you know, easily. Yeah. 
And this is the scene you talked about earlier with Forrest Whitaker when he's like talking to everybody and he goes, Brian, Brian Mills. And he's going through all the people and it's like, and he's naming all the other guys. I forget their name, Sam so-and-so. And he's like, you know, all of them, you know what they have in common? They work for the same company now. And they all disappeared at the age of 24, <laughs> the age of 24. Everything stops. You can't see where they lived. All this stuff. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I gotta tell you something right now. You your accents were good. That was the worst Forrest Whitaker. Like, I mean, like you almost sounded like Italian. I, I don't know what you I don't know what you were aiming for. I wasn't. That, I was. I started and then I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna go with. This you're gonna go with it. Isn't him? <laughs> All right, because it was it was probably the furthest thing from Forrest Whitaker. I mean, I don't know how you would do his voice. But that was not it. <laughs> it was okay. just, again, so silly. The fact that he's like so shocked about these guys that were, okay, fine. We're all way past this. You figured out the connection. And he even says that the at the liquor store when he gets there, what does he say about the, the Russian guy? He goes, the Russian killed himself. But he said, where's the blow? blood? That's what I mean. No sense to me. When the guy said, when Forrest Whitaker says the man killed himself right, with a gun, there's no blood anywhere. There was no blood on the floor around his head. So what happened? They cleaned how it up. How did he know he killed? But how did he know he killed himself? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Because he, he used Liam Neeson had the gun on him. And yeah, he yeah, pulled yeah. Liam Neeson. So how did he know he killed himself? Great question. There should have been security cameras there to actually figure it out. But the fact that there's no blood. I know. Were they doing it for a rating? Because there's not a lot of blood in this movie at all. Uh, There's really not. It was pretty graphic, though, when he shot himself in the mouth. That was pretty graphic. No, yeah, no, it was. But the fact that we didn't see blood. You're right. You're right. But let me ask you this. I mean, at this point, don't you think Forrest Whitaker should say, you know what, guys? We're, we're 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 doing so bad at, at at all this. Let's just pack it in. Like, I mean, clearly he has no control of Liam Neeson because he's leaving bodies. He's there's crashes everywhere. There's you know whatever's going on. Like, let's like stop. And there's he's just like still going. Like, I mean, at what point do you say we we're we're not going to be able to do this? Like he's because he has he's not he has no clue what's going on and he's so far behind. Yeah, the eight ball of what's going on. No, you know what's so funny? What do we see if you ever watch any true crime documentaries or any other movies that have like the local cops? What happens? The FBI comes in. Oh, why wasn't the FBI involved in yeah, this? Yeah, it was oh. just them. There wasn't like the guys that boom, boom, they walk in and they have like the slick back hair, right, black right. sunglasses, and like FBI, this is our investigation now. No, nothing like that. It's like, oh, these this guy that is in charge of the investigation hasn't caught this guy. And a ton of things are blowing up in the city and it's still continuing. Yeah, let's have him keep being in charge of this. Well, how about the minute you realize that there's nothing on these guys since they're 24? Clearly, there's there's some kind of underground government or whatever. How about like reach out to the FBI or something? Yeah. Like, see, like, do you know anything about this company or what's going like, you know, like gets like, no, let's, let's just deal with the local cops. This, this seems like a job for the local cops. Yeah, you couldn't call like Brian Mills, like training officer or something, somebody that knows him to get some information. No, we're just going to keep trying to figure this out on our own. And how trained are these local cops to handle the situation like this? 
Exactly. I mean, like, you know, like, I, I mean, like, I'm sure they dealt with murders before, you know, like, but this is, this is beyond just murder. This is a guy that's a lethal weapon who's like, you know, like, like they're not trained for this. Like, they yeah. easily should have went to the, you know, but no, <laughs> Boris Whitaker thinks he's got a handle on it. Because he because he keeps holding meetings, he keeps holding meetings. So I like know. you know, that's... <laughs> so they're not even on the road looking for them. They go, okay, you know, guys, we got to meet back in the office <laughs> in traffic. So and we're gonna meet, and it's gonna be an hour meeting. It's and he's okay. got a it's whiteboard. He's, he's got a yeah. whiteboard that's gonna clear everything up. You know, that's you know, <laughs> and a clicker, the finger clicker, so we can go from oh. uh, photo to fo- driver's license to driver's license of each guy. <laughs> So oh my stupid. God. <laughs> and then we get okay. how about when so Stuart they tell Stuart to call Malenkov in order to like meet with him to say he has the money. And isn't it amazing? Like this Malenkov guy that he wasn't really in the movie a lot, but he was a great crazy bad guy. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. He was on the phone. He got interrupted while on the phone uh, by like one of his like main henchmen and said, hey, call. And while he was, he was interrupted from aiming a sniper rifle at a girl. <laughs> like, was he really gonna shoot her, or was he just peeping? But he was like ready. To I, I shoot. think he was peeping. I, peeping. I, I think he was peeping. Yeah, I think he was I love peeping. That. Yeah, I know. Well, how about the fact that like Stewart's bringing over the money, but like you know, you would think like he'd be ready or just. First of all, the fact that he he heard <laughs> that Stewart has the money already, which oh I know, just how fishy. soon like he said like yeah, very fishy, and he didn't seem worried because. He was hanging around with two women at the same time oh, yeah. while Stewart was on his way. So, yeah. Yes. He was like, okay. yeah, let me get busy. This guy's bringing me $12 million or whatever <laughs> it is. Let me just fart around because that's nothing. That's just chump change. Yeah. Well, it seems Ridiculous. like it, there's a building somewhere that the, the security to get, to get in the building was insane. The fact that somebody from like the penthouse has to like cue them in from like a camera. It was like this really involved thing. I'm like, okay, we know what's going to happen. It was very involved, but it was very easy to uh, get into and, and and block. So, so you, you would think something that involved in that high tech, it would be hard to sneak in, you know, with the, you know, like a high, like um, what is it called? Uh, You know, like uh, when a computer intercepts, whatever, you know, uh, what, what, Forget what, whatever. I, I, anyway, <laughs> forget what I'm saying. But the fact that Sam's able to block the cameras and do all oh, this, like, oh yeah, no, no, he did the the thing they always do in movies, which they record, record, they record yeah. So you see the same thing over and over for, again, yeah, for like four seconds, and then they just kept. R- but running this is over high. T- this is the high tech security, and it was that easy for Sam to get yeah. in there while he's in a truck that has all this equipment. Yeah, the truck they were okay. all singing because Liam Neeson was what making a delivery. Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Come so on, man, it's on my route. Come on, can I just That's... get in there and make this delivery? Like one of those. Okay, fine. It's <laughs> ridiculous. But I did love Sam being a huge dick when Stewart was like trying to talk. Maybe that's why Stewart shot Sam first, or he only shot Sam, right? No, he only shot Sam, and then because he wanted to take this daughter uh, as hostage. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he but was again, like, he was like, why is? To... Yeah. I mean, again, Stewart should have been, you know, tied up. I oh, mean, without yeah. Without a doubt. You know, so, but yeah. What were you going to say? Stewart's like, yeah, I can go up with the money now. And then, good one, Stewart. <laughs> That's what Sam said. He's like typing. He stops. He's like, good one, yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. But the when they get up there, dude, 
the, the, we talked about how they slipped. It was just silly. He beat, knocks out the two guys. They do the repeating footage. But then when he's up there, the the guy is like very like Conor McGregor looking because yeah, yeah. the way he moves and he's lanky yeah, yeah. and he's wearing a robe, yeah. tighty yeah. whities and you just yeah. get like some of the worst shooting ever. They're they have machine, so they have machine guns. They have machine guns. And and okay, so this is obviously this guy is going to hire the best people to protect him and his money and everything else. These guys go down so quickly, like. Is it's like that movie? Uh, I think shoot him up with Paul Giamatti when yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. is he is he that good or are we just that bad? Yeah. You know, like so, like are they just that bad or is Liam Neeson that good that he could take down this guy's best security? Like, I mean, with ease, with ease. And again, they have machine guns, and he only has like a pistol. And I love that the guy thought he was like going to pull a cigar and be like. Oh, I want to oh, fight sh- this guy. I want to choke him out to death instead of just shooting him when he's like on the ground. And then obviously, you know, that doesn't work out for him pretty quick. Do you think that really happens in movies? I mean, in real life, you know, oh, like in, in situation oh. like, I mean, like the guy will like, you know what? Let's have a man to man fight. Let's, you know, forget like, it, it, I don't think this, I don't think it's ever happened. Like, I don't think there's yeah. ever a bad guy that's done something and says, you know what? We got like, like. Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon 1. I don't think it's ever happened in real life ever. Or a good guy. Could you imagine that story? It's like, oh, how did your husband, I know he's a cop, how did he die? Well, he had a guy, he was a bad guy, he had the gun pointed at him, and instead of keeping the gun pointed on him and arresting him, he said, I'm going to put this gun down and let's go one-on-one. It's like, like, who would ever do that? You know what would happen? The bad guy would immediately take the gun and shoot him. The minute he I puts know. his gun down, <laughs> like, I want to see that in a movie. Like, you know, they That'd should have funny. like, you know, like, you know, like either the good guy or the bad guy say, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's fight man to man. And whoever puts the gun down first, the other one shoots him. Yeah. And then he's like <laughs> bleeding. He's like, Hey man, I thought we were going to do one-on-one. It's almost like the old West. Like when they used to do the 10 bases, like, you know what? The end goal is not to die. So what if I stopped at seven, shot the guy in the back and then, yeah. and then I win. Would other people shoot me then? Because yeah. I didn't take the three more steps, I'm still alive, not the other guy. You know, it reminds me of uh, the movie Real Men with uh, John Ritter and Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen that? Oh, that yeah. When he's fighting, the, when he's fighting the clowns, you know, look, look, who are these clowns? <laughs> and he goes, "All right, they're, they're making rules. They're like, all right, no kicking in the nuts." Jim Belushi yeah. says, <laughs> "That's one of my favorite scenes." But who are these clowns? It's just so silly. <laughs> That the guy had a chance to like kill Liam Neeson, who again I'm sure he probably sort of knows who he is, and no, I mean, let's do this. And I love that he shoots him twice, and then he finds out that they're both being played. But okay, but however, if the guy is correct and he's able to take out Liam Neeson. What does that make him like look? It makes him look good. Like I took him out. So he took a gamble. You know, that's that. I think that's what it is. Like you take that gamble. Like, you know, it's like the, you know, the Monday morning quarterback, whatever. Like, all right, I'm going to take his chance. And if I win, I'm going to be moving higher in the list of, you know, (laughs) whatever. But if I lose, if I lose, I'm dead. Yeah. You had like the post game press conference, the post fight press. So what were you thinking there, Mr. Russian hench, uh, bad guy? I was thinking that I kill Brian Mills, <laughs> but I not kill Brian Mills. It was just, it was, I don't know. It was just 
stupid. And the fact that so this is like it was kind of convoluted because they didn't really explain it, even though he did mention because it almost made it seem like the Russians didn't even. So that's what I don't understand. Like, I know Stuart was playing them, but what was Stuart telling the Russians about Brian? Brian, like, oh, you have to kill this Brian guy because because what? Why? Yeah, I I didn't understand that part. Like, I don't know. That, like, that made no sense. Like, well, unless unless Stewart said, "Oh, Brian's gonna kill you because he knows that you killed his wife," but I don't know. Yeah, but he didn't say that. But he didn't say that. I know he didn't. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We that just got be... this weird reveal of like, oh, we got played because he's like, we oh, both get played. Yeah. Yeah. And then right but, when but, that happens. We cut back, and then that's when Stewart pulls the gun and shoots yep. uh, and shoots Sam right in the chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which again is on Liam Neeson because he should have been tied up. So an- another should have been tied up. Kill count. Another but, kill count. But Stewart is a terrible bad guy, in the sense of he didn't think that Liam Neeson or Brian Mills that has all these te- all this amazing technology is able to do all these things doesn't have like a, a tracker on his, like you find my iPhone on his daughter's phone. Like, you know, I mean, on. again, he, he knows who Liam Neeson is. He's, 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 he's been one step of everything. He's stuck into your house, you know, without, you know, like you don't think he's going to be able to find you, you know, like, yeah. you know, whatever. So like, yeah, I mean, yeah, terrible. But like I said, like, so he, he doesn't kill the Russian because he says, you know, I should, I should kill you. He said, but he doesn't. But when the cop showed up, he's dead. I know. I know that made no sense. Yeah. Okay. You get two guns. Obviously, I've never been shot, and I know there's some. I know one gunshot can obviously kill someone, but yeah, it seemed like he wasn't dead, like even close to dying. But why wouldn't it? Because they're the ones that killed his wife. So like now you want to play soft and not kill someone. Like I would think of all people, this is the guy you do want to kill. Yeah. No, that's true. You know. So yeah. Because right. he does hold, he has restraint against the Russian guy and doesn't finish him off. And then he has yeah. super restraint with Stewart at the very end, which we'll get into in a few minutes. Yeah. But the the fact that this, whew, how about the plane is taking <laughs> off, and he okay. again his daughter's on I this know. plane. Okay. Okay, this is not reckless. Like I thought he was gonna, I thought he was gonna drive there and like jump on the plane somehow or whatever. Like oh, I thought he was just gonna but, park in front of it. To well, make them, well, we've seen well, that in so well, many movies, and then they're like, "Okay, second, we wait can't a run this car over." You think this plane is a getaway? You think the plane, the parking the car in front of a plane that's going how fast on the runway is going to stop it? Yeah, the pilot might get nervous and slam on the brakes. We've I've seen that in movies before. This is the getaway plane. They're not. They're going to ram her. Yes, it does because it's the only you, guy in the way. You think the guy flying the plane is part of a bad guy? He's probably just a higher. One hundred percent. No way, no. This so he's a he's a hired pilot that seeing this guy have a hostage onto the plane. You think he's just a hired guy? So then you so it makes so you ha- sort of have to agree with with Liam Neeson because there was no other option. Well, I thought he was going to pull like a Tom Cruise and jump on the plane or something, and somehow I don't know. Listen, what, it's, it is Liam Neeson. Put a brick down there, put like a a shoe, oh, and drop it. And then okay, dive. excuse me, that's so unbelievable. Everything else he did. <laughs> We, we didn't even talk about the fact that his car went down the elevator shaft and blew up <laughs> the building. Okay. So, okay. Which again, killed 
how many people that were in that building so at the time. So many and, and he was able to escape again, you know, where the whole building exploded. He escaped. So that's believable. But him jumping on a plane is not. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't think so, any of it's believable. <laughs> well, okay. But yes, I think it's so, I mean, I, I guess he had to do it, but his daughter was on a plane and he's causing a, a plane crash. You know, and we saw I mean, like flames, like from yes, the outside shot. When yes, it hit. yes, it was like, oh my gosh, is this daughter about to die. But just the way, dude, that stunt was wild. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if yeah. it, uh, Fred was, uh, Fred was in the credits. He was listed as a, uh, a pilot, so I don't know if that was part of his scene. If he was, I don't know if that was him. But it was wild when it hit. It looked so yeah. good. Yeah, like, the no, car, that was a good scene. Ah, uh, it was wild. And you have to think. That your daughter's not wearing a seatbelt on this plane. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think safety first is coming on. Like, she probably wants to be as, as flexible as she can so she can try to escape. So, that crash, people are flying around. Because like, oh. it was a pretty big crash. The so. pilot, like, okay. fell into the back. We saw the yeah. pilot, like, fall yeah. into the back in the... Yeah. But, yeah. but the ending of the movie, even though I thought Stuart was a terrible, terrible... Yeah. Like, one of the worst bad guys in a movie ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, not worse as in like, oh man, he's a real bad bad guy. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is a bad bad guy. But <laughs> the fact that it was like so quick, like it was like nothing. I would love to have been like, yeah, but Liam Neeson's injured, like really injured, and some kind of yeah, but no. but he's not. I mean, because he he, little, he does look like a wimp. I mean, he acts like a wimp oh, in the whole yeah. movie kind of thing. So like, it, it would like that's like, and, and again, Liam Neeson doesn't have a scratch on him the entire movie. So yeah. like there like there really is no ending with him and like it would have been better if the Russian was on that plane and that's like the last fight. Like you know like yeah. but yeah this was this or was, if it was Kim's boyfriend like you were saying. If it was Kim's boyfriend I, that would have been better. Right. Right. That would have been a little better. So yeah. okay. But no, it was just so quick. He makes like I know. he has the gun pointed at him. Kim you know, knocks like punches him. And then Liam Neeson shoots him a few times. And then you're thinking he's going to murder him. And then he does. I know with your connections and your money, you'll be out in five years. I was like five years <laughs> for what he went like. If, no joke. Like, I know there's some people that get out of jail early when they commit heinous crimes, but his is like really involved. Like, yeah, but, but he said his, fraud, conne- murder but his, his connections would yeah. his connections. So he wouldn't go. But like, not for nothing, Liam Neeson could have just probably shot him right in the head while he was mm-hmm. holding. I mean, it, it, it is Liam Neeson, so he has the aim to do that. But the fact that she knew to do it, you know, like again, that's what I, I did like. I do like her relationship with her dad that they know each other so well yeah. that she knew that as soon as I do this, my dad's ready. But that is worse. Usually, it's like, hey, I want that person to rot in prison forever. Like you know, whenever like in movies, like victims always want that. So it's even though he's going to get out in five years, that line of. Yeah, when you get yeah. out, I will find you. I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always looking over well, your you shoulder. Know, like, you don't know if you, this. It, well, you know, if you look behind you and there's 6'5 lurking. Well, you know that, you know, when he goes to prison, he's like counting the days and he knows as he gets closer, he like he does something wrong. So he stays in prison a little longer because he's like yeah. counting like the calendar <laughs> yeah. days that, are, that I can't leave. So he's got to keep staying there longer. He's like getting ready to get out. He's like, all right, today's the day. And he's like. Really? Yep. Today's day, and he's like, "I'm sorry about this, Frank." What? <laughs> Punches the cop in the face. All right, another ninety days. <laughs> and he just like keeps. Yeah, that'd be a yeah. fun movie. 
That'd be a good bit. <laughs> I never want to get out of jail. Like, and that, that, that'd be the whole thing. The guy just doing whatever to stay in the stupidest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. Cause he knows someone's waiting for him. Yeah. See? Yeah. A couple good ideas today. <laughs> yeah. So, and then right away with Forrest is talking oh. to him in the police station and, but the bagels, so, but okay, oh, ridiculous. But so like Liam Neeson did commit a bunch of crimes though. I mean, oh, does he yes! go to jail? I mean, I so, the, so, so he gets a, he gets a, I mean, he did escape. Like he, he, he beat up cops. He, he, he escaped. He killed people. He crashed. I mean, like he did commit crimes, you know? So like, how, does he get away with it? I would hope he's on probation or something. There has to be <laughs> something that he has to, even though what happened, maybe they can take money from Stewart to pay for all it, the people. Listen, John Rambo even went to prison. Yeah. In first blood. So, you know, and he didn't kill anyone. So how is it any different? Yeah. Oh, he accidentally killed someone. The way he like, accidentally uh, killed Donnie Glover, Donnie Glover, Danny Glover, and uh, Mel Gibson, like they blow oh. up buildings and they're only on like, pro- yeah. they're on probation for two days. They, they work the streets. That's their punishment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're still making your salary, but you got to work the streets for a week. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's that, that's like with this. It's like, all right, all these things happen. All right, you're good now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh. <clears throat> the warm bagels. The fact that he goes, I knew you right, right from the beginning that it wasn't you who, who would go out and buy bagels and then murder their wife. I'm like, so, so whose idea was uh, behind the scenes saying that's a good running gag, like oh, a good running so thing to have like bagel. Like it's just so dumb. Like it's yeah. I just, I wrote and again, the next big uh, podcast. It would be the warm bagel killer. That could be like somebody's MO. I'm going to buy warm bagels. <laughs> <laughs> murder someone so and leave dumb. them at the scene but again the fact that he said i knew the whole time really like so he Liam should say you knew the whole time yet you you chased me throughout this whole movie but yeah. you knew the whole time and people died because yeah, of, I mean, so maybe that's why he's not gonna press charges because he's like i screwed up too man i screwed <laughs> up i knew you i should have like told you hey we're good and we should have like worked with you all right so, so that I makes sense now so okay maybe that's why. all right he's so covering his own ass <laughs> okay. he puts the he finally takes the rubber band off his hand that has Brian Mills and like the case file number. And then he puts it onto the the so envelope dumb. and so dumb. Uh, That's it. <laughs> no, well, no. Then we find out they're keeping the baby, and if it's a girl, we're gonna name it after mom. Oh yeah, and and it ends. It starts off Hallmarky and ends Hallmarky. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the mu- yeah. Oh my. Yeah, the music. It was very, it was very like Hallmark music. Ridiculous. Yeah. God. So that was taken three. One thing I thought was interesting, and I guess it makes sense because of the names, but the credits were Neeson, Whitaker, Jansen. And then a big space, then an and, and then a big space, and then the rest of the cast. I was like, all right, that's that's pretty ballsy. To, uh, <laughs> to to do that Separ- to everyone else, to separate yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't they just do like order of a, appearance? Or yeah. Something? Well, I guess if they did that, then Forrest Whitaker would have, would have been far down because he came in like 15, 20 <laughs> minutes. And but uh, so we talked about obviously we talked about like ways we could have fixed the movie. I love your call of having the boyfriend. I thought that would have been great. 
Uh, but would you have anybody like, would you recommend somebody to watch this installment if they've seen the other two? Do you feel like yes. you have to? Yeah, yeah, it? you have to. You, ha- you have to. You know, again, I don't think it's a it's an entertaining movie. You know, it's not yeah. a good movie, um, but it, it like you said, you said it perfectly. It moves. So it does move. But it, it is it's yeah. a dumb movie. But again, if you're it's like the Expendables, right? I mean, I've seen all the Expendables. They're all the same. They're all silly. They're not great movies, but they're entertaining. And I think especially since you're already involved with the first two Takens, I would I would say you absolutely have to watch this. But understand that it's not taken. <laughs> you know yeah. so it's it's basically you're watching a remake of the fugitive because the, the again oh yeah Tom and lee no, jones the way and they Forrest basically Whitaker. ripped that whole thing oh, the whole thing like, i wouldn't be Absolutely. shocked if the if it's the same writer you know or somebody that watched the it's like hey how'd you come up with this idea it's like well i fell asleep watching the fugitive and i guess it slipped into my brain because yeah. that's what this movie is yeah. the same thing except this guy really has a particular set of skills and uh Harrison Ford just like luckily escaped every time there was like sort of skill involved, but he just happened to just leave when Tommy Lee Jones showed up or Joey pants. See another way they could have made the movie better. Uh, although it probably, I mean, I mean, listen, if you're going to have uh, Maggie Grace as a older college student, I was going to say, make a prequel of taken of Liam Neeson. Uh, like how we learned those particular set of skills. Well, I think that's a TV series covers. I never watched it. There was a TV series. I never watched it either. CBS, oh. I believe. So the the TV series is also not about Taken. It's like no one's Taken in that movie, in that series. Uh, I'm sure every <laughs> episode somebody's Taken or something <laughs> like that. I, it seems like it's one of those procedural uh, like cop shows. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's the same running story in the back. But then there's like it's still on TV. Taken. I don't think so. It was that whole, there was a whole run of all those shows that were, uh, they were taking movies and putting them. It was only right, right, like right. 2018, 2019. There was a huge run of that. Oh, okay. But interesting. Eh, not, too, not for me. All right. But uh, oh. yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying not to watch it. And I just didn't like it because I don't like, mo- even if, even if a movie is a great action movie, I still like want a good bad guy. And just like knowing that I knew who the bad guy was and knowing that the bad guy sucked. If it was a great bad guy and it was supposed to be like this hidden sort of thing. Right. It was just like, I don't know, come out and say it right in the beginning. Oh, it's Stewart and he's running the whole movie or something. It was just silly that it's like, well, oh, the guy that we think is the audience is the killer. You're going to invite him to hang out and be involved after you waterboard well, him. You're, you're, you have an action movie with the, the, the main guy is like no one can take down and your main villain is an accountant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that's really what it is. So, like, you know, it's like any other movie. Like, you know, you want someone that's going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Liam Neeson. That's the bad guy you want. You know, yeah. like, you want some kind of fight scene at the end. And, yeah, with this one, again, you have the Liam Neeson versus a guy that has no particular set of skills. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that was Taken 3. Up next is going to be a sequel I never even knew existed. But I, en- I enjoyed the first one. I did watch uh, most of the movie. Uh, I don't like to watch the full movie when I do interview preparation because I want it to be fresh for when me and Jamie are talking, especially if it's a movie I've never seen before. And that is Vacancy 2, the first cut, which is sort of it's a sequel, but it talks about like how I guess that hotel became what it was that we saw in the first one. Uh, and uh, it was a great interview, uh, an actress model, 
uh, Agnes Bruckner. So cool to talk to her. She's a star of the movie. Her name's Jessica in the movie. But we talked about her career. Like she had a very interesting life. Uh, her parents were they met they they were, they were Europeans that met like trying to escape like the the tyrannical like Eastern Euro, uh, European. They met, fell in love, moved to LA, and we talked about her childhood that kind of molded uh her, her life but it was crazy the fact that she was on the bold and beautiful like really early on she was young and then from there she was always working like always always working and she was in big movies like uh she was on 24 for five six episodes she was in murder by numbers with sandra bullock uh she was in that gla- uh glass house movie um oh. so so many movies she was in and uh, and she was in the Fugitive TV series from 2001, which I don't know who was in that series. I feel like they just <laughs> rebooted that one five years ago. But uh, no, lots of fun. Uh, she was cool to talk to. And it was really neat because uh, she grew up in L.A. and she did a lot of move around as a kid. And just talking to her about because she was a tomboy. And then she played the role of Anna Nicole Smith. It's always cool whenever I talk to somebody that played a real life person. And it was pretty interesting to hear about how she got into the role, the way she gave, they gave her prosthetics so she could match what Anna Nicole has. And it was really neat to hear her behind the scenes, uh, how she got into the character, how she got the role because they wanted her to do the role. It, it was pretty cool. Uh, she was a lot of fun. So yeah, so that'll be next week. And then after that, it'll be vacancy two which I feel like you can find that a bunch of places. I feel like I found that pretty easy. I'll make sure to post that next week. But uh, yeah, so don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at sequels only, and don't forget to check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.